The Tournament of Champions continues as the Doughboys continue through the first round to the quarter bird finals of Munch Madness 2017, Tournament of Champions Chicken Fight. It's the episodes 91, Tournament of Champions McDonald's vs. Panda Express, 92, Chick-fil-A vs. Wendy's, and 93, the full bird region with Eugene Cordero, as well as the first Doughboys double, Fat Chance Kitchen 1. One, two, three, four, boys! Welcome to Faux Boys, the podcast about Doughboys, the podcast about chain restaurants. I am Aaron Staley. I am Brian Edwards. And I'm Rob Hansen. And no Brendan today. He is sick or something. He's just a Some damn kind of voice quitter. problem. Yeah. Doesn't Brendan know all of us are sick today? We've all been out partying for Purim, right? A- after what <laughs> I've just been through the last two days, that he can't come because he's got the sniffles <laughs> is laughable. Uh, I, uh, I, I did celebrate Purim last night, um, which is a Jewish Halloween, I, I guess is the closest, uh, oh. uh, metaphor. It's, it's, it's less of a spooky, scary vibe and more of like a colorful carnival vibe. Um, but you're actually like supposed to get drunk. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, uh, it's a fun holiday. I but, only know uh, of it really from, uh, the four year consideration movie. Uh, the movie within the movie is called Home for Purim, and it's, <laughs> it, obviously it descends in from madness into a very sweet, earnest, uh, serious movie, dramatic movie, and it becomes this farcical nonsense by the end because they get Emmy, or sorry, not Emmy, Oscar buzz about the movie, and it causes That's them amazing. all to go into madness, and it's great. Fantastic players. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, it's uh, it's weirdly like... I think technically it's actually like supposed to be one of the more important like Jewish holidays. Not, it's not like one of like the real high holidays, but Mm. it's like a pretty, you know, it's like, it's like a bigger deal than Hanukkah for sure. Technically. Um, Hanukkah gets all the love. Yeah. Cause it's, cause it's got to compete with Christmas. So it gets pumped up like Mm. to compete with Christmas. You'd have better height Um, man for your holidays guys. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Well, for, for Hanukkah, we got, uh, for Hanukkah also has, although Purim has a good story too. Like the it's the the Book of Esther is the Purim story, mm. which is like pretty like rollicking as far as like Bible books go. <laughs> you know, it's like there's like intrigue. There's like uh, espionage. That's nice. another word for intrigue. There's like uh, people pretending to be who they're not. Nice. Uh, there's like murder attempts and stuff, and then uh, like a foiled plot. You know what I mean? Oh. Like it's kind of a pretty good story Almost compared to like experience. the. Yeah, as opposed to it, really kind of is as opposed to the Hanukkah story, which is like we won a war, we burned some oil for a while. It's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, and there was a miracle. Let's let's eat. <laughs> let's that's that's the old joke about about all Jewish holidays. Are they tried to kill us? Uh, they didn't pull it off. Let's eat. <laughs> let's eat. Really, a doughboy's uh, a doughboy's type of uh, type of way to be. Yeah, I'd say it's a pretty doughboy's mantra right there. Yeah, yeah, I'm into it. <laughs> How are you guys doing? I am a zombie. I don't know. Oh, God. My brain is mush. Uh, it's Friday yes. and Saturday, starting at 7 p.m. Uh, it's become a, an annual tradition now at the comedy theater where I study and where I just go to tons of shows and I know and love all those people. Uh, they do a 24-hour uh, improv marathon. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. people improvise on stage for 24 hours straight. Every hour, different guests come in with a different format for them to play with. 
Uh, some shows are crazy, some are more traditional improv, some are just complete format breakers. And it's insane, it's hilarious, it's amazing. I went the first year, I was like, they, you can buy like a pass where you come and go as you want for the whole 24 hours. I bought it, showed up at 7 and figured, oh, I'll stay for a few hours, go get some sleep, <laughs> come back. Uh, after a certain point, I thought, no, I, I, I'm staying, I have to stay, I have to see this through. <laughs> wow. It's amazing, they're amazing, I'm having a good time, I have to sit through it. And they came up. Legendary is too big a word to use, but I became very well known for having stayed the entire 24 hours. I got a standing ovation cool. at the end of it last year <laughs> for sitting in one chair for 24 hours. Oh, so now you're the guy, though. Now you have to. Now you can never not stay exactly. 24 hours. I mean, they said, "Are you doing it again?" This year, go. I have to, and I did, and it was amazing. <laughs> I woke up Friday. I tried to stay up late Friday night. I did, right. but I still woke up at like 10 the next morning. Oh Stayed up from five, woke up at ten. Could not. I can't nap in the day. I just. I'm not capable of napping. I can't fall asleep in the middle of the day. No, I'm the ever. same way. Uh, so I was up at ten a.m. Friday. I got home at twelve fifteen a.m. last night, Sunday morning, wow. technically. Jeez. Like after the show was over at <laughs> I hope seven, you've slept. Everyone's like, since "Go then. home. You get to go sleep." I go, "No, there. Are, it's Sketchfest in Toronto right now. There's two <laughs> shows I want to oh see." Oh my god. So at 8.30, I saw uh, John Blair and Nate Byland. They were amazing. And then, I can't believe I did this. I stayed until 11 to watch Gossamer Obsessions do, do some sketch. They're from Edmonton, so I go, I cannot see them on a regular basis. This yeah. is like the one time a year, basically, I get to see them. I have to do it. Everyone's like, you're insane. How can you do this? <laughs> I have to. And I did. I stayed up. They were on a split bill, and thankfully, uh, they were the first half, and there was an intermission, so I bailed after that yeah that, that is day. that is dedication though man oh it took, and i immediately went to a cab go, i could take the subway home and maybe no just hop in a cab immediately yeah. i don't cab even, home fall asleep in the cab i fall don't asleep trust at home. myself to stay don't please me. don't fall asleep in a cab <laughs> but i Fair did point. it I, my mind it was much by the end my friends were laughing at me because i it was just i was out of my mind like at one point i'm waiting at the bar before the last hour of the 24 hour show to get a drink i'll go get another drink now and mm-hmm. celebrate the last hour and i'm standing at the bar the bartender who i know uh is yeah. trying to see what else. And it looks at me it's like, what are you doing i was like mimicking drinking out of a straw there was no <laughs> straw and i said i think it's because there's a glass in the bar with a straw in it and i was imagining what it'd be like to drink from the straw and so i started doing that <laughs> and i go i don't know why i just did that it's like you are you're so out of it go i know i at a certain point i'm relaying a story from earlier in the show and I couldn't right. remember three of the improvisers' names. <laughs> this is like an hour, it's 15 or something. Go, I, I, I can't think. I, I, I don't know. Uh, I stayed up for like 20 hours a little while back, uh, like for travel. And uh, it was awful. Yeah, like I, it was really, really bad. So I don't know. Even that was, I was like, all I wanted was to go to sleep. So I, I can't even imagine what you... I think like it right was now. in like, total from when I woke up to when I got home and basically went to bed almost immediately was 38 hours. Oh, my God. Yeah. Were you, like, hallucinating yet? No, but I, we did chat with uh, Becky Johnson. She did a couple of shows at the format, and she had done performed herself in a 50-hour improv. I think oh it was in God. Europe somewhere. And talked about how like, performers are told, these are things that can happen to you. And, like, one of them is, like, paranoia will set in. And she says, people were legit, <sighs> like, thinking that other performers hated them and thought they were idiots. And and she was like, she couldn't move her. If it would, went dark, she goes, I don't know where, I didn't know where my feet and my hands, 
extended to. So I, oh, I have God. to wait until if I could see my feet, I could move them. Like that was her brain. Uh, wow. It's like I wasn't that bad because it was just 24. But yeah, I was <laughs> still I was punchy as fuck. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, haven't you, any, I haven't done any real long <laughs> uh, days like that in a while, but I used to quite often just skip a, skip a night of sleep and oh, go geez. through the next day. It is rough, and yeah, that next day you start, whether it's hallucinating or, yeah. or like you said, mimicking what what normal yeah, activity would be, it's <laughs> it's weird, but... See, I do that anyway, like, if, if uh, and, and I always get tons of sleep, but if, 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 like, I have some weird social interaction, like, where somebody comes comes over, like, gets in my way, and, oh, no, excuse me, oh, no, that's okay, that's fine, like, it's just some normal thing, but it catches me by surprise, and I react by reflex, then, like, I'll catch myself, like, ten seconds later, like going through that reflex again and be like, interesting that that's the choice I made. Like, interesting <laughs> that that was how I responded to that. Is that, is that normal? I think that was pretty normal, which is like good. That, that's how I reacted. But uh, let me, let me just figure out what happened there. I got to say, Rob, the, the other piece of news that I have is my Nintendo switch. Yes. Ooh, is here. Sorry, uh, Brian. I know this is this Nintendo is minute. Brian talk. It's, yeah. Nintendo minute. I'm timing playing you. Breath of the wild. Seconds. <laughs> What'd you say, Brian? I'm priming you. 60 seconds now. <laughs> it's uh, very good. Uh, the game is good. The system is good. I'm uh, very happy about it. I've heard very good things about the Zelda game. People say it's like the best game they've played. It's So it's currently rated as the fourth best video game of all time. Wow. Uh, behind one of the GTAs, Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2, <laughs> and a Zelda game from 20 years ago. So... That because those reviews don't th- those reviews are, are like reviews at time of release, right? So the reviews don't take into consideration the fact that no game has been reviewed this well mm. in like ten years. Yeah, well, that's impressive. So it's it's very it's really really fun. I gotta say, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm very happy I'm, about it. I'm very excited to get my hands on it. I I won't get a switch for a while, but I do have a Wii U, so I'll probably pick it up soon. Uh, nice. In Zelda news that nobody's really interested in right now, I I. <laughs> picked up and and finished wind waker in about a week really how was Uh, that that uh having not played breath of the wild that is to date i think my favorite zelda game now i I really think very good i would like it yeah i think you would too it's great i'm almost gonna try it i'm almost done replaying zelda 2 the adventures of link nice how's that going (laughs) i got to the the shadow version of link and i got him down to one life bar when he killed me finally Mm, it was so close. That. He's so hard to beat. He's just as good as you are. I was trying to go through Zelda 2, uh, gosh, not too long ago, maybe early winter, late fall. Mm-hmm. And I, even using, uh, I was playing it on the Wii U virtual console, and you can do like little save states. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And even that with helps. that, I could not get through Death Mountain. Oh, and it's I, tough. I was, I was stuck there for like a straight week, and I just, I quit. And I usually don't give up on games like that, but I just could not do it. I give up on games all the time, which is why I'm glad that Breath of the Wild is so, like, open. Like, there's been three or four different times, like, in the last, like, couple hours of playing where I've been like, this is too hard, I hate it, I'll go do something else. And then I can just go do something else in the game, and I don't have to get mad and switch to, like, some other video game or something. Yeah. Or just stop playing, you know. Because that's my problem with, with linear games, is I get stuck in one place, yeah. and then start to hate it and then I'll stop because I don't, I'm not going to put myself through that, you know? Um, yeah, see, I, I always have this, uh, the urge to just keep trying to push and push 
and get really frustrated, start throwing controllers, you know, that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. The Jimmy Pardo rage. Yes. All right, guys, so let's jump into the uh, into the podcast today. So I think for, for this, we should probably go uh, chronologically. Sure. Yeah. Because um, we could end up with continuity issues mm-hmm. otherwise yeah, if we start sense. talking about winners before we get to previous uh, matches later in this. Um, and then I figure we'll do the Doughboys double uh, at the end, so that way people who haven't listened and you know who aren't subscribers don't have to like listen through us talking about something they don't know about before we get to the end of the show. Sounds good. Uh, you guys sure. think that works? I like it. Okay, cool. All right, so the first episode we're covering this week is the McDonald's versus Panda Express and the small pieces region mm-hmm. of the Tournament of Champions. Uh, I thought this matchup maybe was a little bullshit. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, there, like, there was no doubt who was winning this. Also, orange chicken and chicken nuggets, very different. Oh, very, very different. Absolutely. Like, that's a matchup you expect much later in a tournament. I mean, I, I just don't know. Maybe, maybe orange chicken wasn't the right fit for this uh, tournament at all. Yeah, I'm surprised. Yeah. That, I guess they want a nugget versus something like a nugget because it just seems more likely you'd go like Wendy's has nuggets, Burger King has nuggets. Yeah, I don't know. It felt. I mean, you could have done nugget versus nugget rather than just chicken pieces. I don't know. Yeah, especially when you. I mean, they had the the full bird was comparing very similar. Well, we'll get to all those, mm-hmm. but all the other categories yeah. compare very similar foods, and then this this one, you're looking at two. Very, very different types of chicken. Yeah. yeah, completely different. Although I will say, talking about it right now, I, I've realized I didn't eat lunch today, uh, just now. So I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be like hungry all podcast. Which is <laughs> oh, yeah. Maybe not the worst thing. Just, just talk about food. But I, I do listening to that panda episode and them talking about the rice, and then listening to Eugene Cordero talk about rice in the full bird region mm-hmm. has de- has made me desperately want like perfect white rice. <laughs> so yes. I actually like bought white rice, which I never do. I always use brown. Nice. Um, and I'm very excited to make myself some like delicious rice. Oh, very good. <laughs> now, to be fair to them, I in a chicken pieces match, I'm hard pressed to think of anything that was going to be McDonald's chicken nuggets. I think yeah. nuggets were going to win no matter who they're up against in any sort of small chicken. Now, against like yeah. full bird or something else, sure, that's up for debate. But in sort of yeah. small chicken pieces, I think nuggets had this on lock no matter what. Now, I had McDonald's chicken nuggets yesterday for the first time in ten years. <laughs> um, <laughs> The other time I had McDonald's chicken nuggets was at the McDonald's in Ben Gurion Airport in Israel when I was 15 years old, um, wow. and it is a kosher McDonald's uh, there, so that's why I had that. Um, and I, I'm realizing, you know, talking about this, that I actually had a Whopper as well when I was when I was 15 in Israel. Uh, no cheese, obviously, but um, there's a couple of little fast food items that I that I snuck in. You know, <laughs> ten years before I was really eating fast food, um, and I gotta say those those chicken nuggets are very good, like very yes. very good chicken flavor, mm-hmm. um, perfect texture. I mean, what they they, they are perfect. They, there's no there's no <laughs> way I would want those nuggets to be improved. Yep, I agree. You know, especially when you got that hot mustard sauce. Am I right, Ryan? Oh, Brian. <laughs> oh. Oh, so is this spicy. a Canada? Oh no, no! I just had a plant just fall over in my apartment. Oh, it's so weird! It just literally toppled with no warning. Hmm. I blame Brendan. I'll deal with that later. Uh, sorry, guys. Yeah, I'm not. You were saying? I'm not sure what the deal with the hot mustard is. It was discontinued in the United States, at least. 
Okay. But apparently they still have it in Canada. They and I don't sure know, do. Maybe other countries. Um, I've, I, we were talking about it. I don't know how this happened. We, we discussed it in our group chat a few times, and then I got an Amazon ad for oh, yeah. a 12-pack of it. Yep. But it's, they're, reading your, they're reading your messages. It's yeah, they're good. they're charging, you know, it's probably somebody in Canada selling them, and it's yeah, like $25 for 12 of them. I, I can't do it. <laughs> wow. I'll see That's if I can lot. save them for you over, over the next several weeks. <laughs> Send them in just a white, like, envelope, like a regulation-sized envelope with a stamp on it. <laughs> Yeah, hot mustard sounds very good. I'm a mustard guy. Uh, I went for honey mustard yesterday for my, my chicken nuggets. Um, and I know I know fries stay on the side. Uh, sides stay on the sidelines. Drinks stay in the Gatorade cooler, also on the sidelines. But um, I got fries with it as well. And of course, McDonald's fries are, are always delicious. Also, two two items like fries and chicken nuggets for two seventy five. Jesus, that shouldn't be allowed. There's something wrong including with that. Including tax. What did, what size? Uh, nuggets did you get? Small fries, six nuggets. Oh, okay. Six I've one? never... Yeah. Don't tell anybody. I've never ordered less than 20 nuggets, Ouch. if that's what I'm eating. Jesus. <laughs> that's, done, usually, that's usually done, it. I get I've 20 done, nuggets, and that's that's my order. I've yeah. done 10 if I'm really hungry. That's like... Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I kind of... Because I was there just to sample, you know? I, I yeah. went for the smaller option... And I try. I usually try to go for the smallest portion that I can of fast food mm. because it's it's more food than you need if you do anything other than the smallest portion. Absolutely. Um, I you know, I I mean, I had that. Uh, I had the chicken nuggets and fries at like three, uh, or maybe a little earlier, and then I just had like I made like a tuna melt at home for dinner like a couple hours later. But like, it was it was a solid meal. Even with just six chicken nuggets and like what seems like a very small amount of fries in a, in a small fries. Um, that's something I will say about McDonald's is their small sizes really do kind of seem small. Like you can get a small amount of food at McDonald's mm-hmm. if yeah. you want. Yep. Whereas at Five Guys, for example, you can't. Right. But man, that's those true. fries are good. <laughs> oh my gosh. They are so good. I actually, they are I, so good. I feel like I've brought this up maybe before, but ever since McDonald's started doing the uh, breakfast all day, the limited breakfast, uh, I've I've never actually been huge on their fries. I think they're they're good when they're fresh, yeah. but I think their fries go bad faster than anybody else's. Yeah, that I've had. So because they're so thin, maybe once they started doing the breakfast, I actually swapped out, and now I usually get hash browns instead of French fries. Ooh, that's smart. But that's also those hash a, browns are good. Yeah, it's a personal preference, and then you know, you know, at two o'clock in the afternoon, if you're ordering a hash brown, they're not sitting there waiting. They have that's to make true. them fresh, so you're always getting a hot. Yeah. One. What I really liked with that, with the breakfast and hash browns at McDonald's, is I get an egg McMuffin and I put the hash brown on the sandwich. Yes, <laughs> and it's really good. I kind of, I kind of regret it then too, though, because I wanted like another one on the side, you know. I usually order two. <laughs> yeah, that's probably the way to do it. I feel like I got Rob is like the the master, and you're the apprentice. He's just teaching you all these. This is how you order fast food. You did two listen, of these. Many the many years back. of overeating terrible, awful food. And I don't like. I gotta. I gotta learn to indulge in it a little more. I because I don't know. Because I'll do Five Guys. Like Five Guys is my like. Five Guys is my comfort food. Mm-hmm. Like if I am just having an awful day and I need to eat and I haven't eaten all day, I'll go to Five Guys and just binge on Five Guys. But that's because you can't not binge if you're going to Five Guys. Yeah. Yeah. I I want to see the supersized documentary 
where Rob takes Aaron <laughs> under his wing for 30 days <laughs> and shows him how to eat fast food. I have to eat a Five Guys double bacon cheeseburger and large fries for every meal you know, for a month. Different fast food place, a different fast food place every day for a month. And yeah, it's the Doughboys World Tour. Looks and feels like after 30 days of Rob's funeral. <laughs> One day we'll get to the two a days where you go to McDonald's for breakfast and then you go back to McDonald's for lunch. <laughs> Save me. There, there's a, a comedian here, uh, Nigel Grinswood. Who has, I think it's Nigel has a joke about that. How he went to McDonald's twice in a day, and the second time the cashier says, "Weren't you here earlier today?" And he says, "Isn't it your job not to point something like that out?" <laughs> well, that's. I was there yesterday, and like I saw somebody walk out from behind a counter. And, like, the minute she crosses in front of the counter, she's still wearing her, like, McDonald's paraphernalia, like, clearly on her way out. She goes, these customers, I just can't today. Oh, no. And I'm like, ha! We're, I'm right here. We're, we're the customers. That's, like, literally the thing you're not supposed to say. Right. You know? She meant the other ones, know. not you, Ed. Yeah, exactly. I didn't let it bother me. I got my chicken nuggets, honey mustard and fries, and, and ate them in happiness. And then walked to Trader Joe's <laughs> just to, to balance out my life. Eh, why not? Um, uh, so what do we think about uh, the the? Ep- I mean, like I said, it was an unfair fight. Chicken McNuggets yeah. is going to win this hands down. I've been to Can Express once when I was in Seattle. I think I had the orange chicken. I think I liked it enough, but it wasn't something like, a, oh, why don't they have it here? I'm missing out. Eh, I'll be fine. Yeah. I've been to I, – I used to think I had been to Panda Express plenty of times. It turns out I was going to Panda <laughs> and you thought Not it was Panda the same, Express. just an, an Express they version of it. They are different restaurants, yeah. unaffiliated with each other. Huh. Uh, so there was a panda across the street from me in uh, in College Park where I went to school for, for a little while. Um, and it ended up, I mean, the, the, all the restaurants in my in my college neighborhood have totally turned over. Like, it used to yeah. be, like, fast foody places, and now it's, like, all, like, weird, boutique like, fast casual restaurants i think standalone restaurants all of them too it's a very weird place now. Step up. um yeah i mean it is it is uh but i had i'm trying to think i had panda a couple uh, panda express a couple of times in college and then there actually is a panda express um uh in in the mall uh, across the street from my office now so i've had it a couple times there but i don't think i've ever had the orange chicken um i'm historically not a fan of uh fruity savory food yeah and that's that started to change um in part thanks to like some blue apron recipes i got that yeah. include like diced apple in a grain dish or something like that same for me i um, i'm especially not a big fan of it in salads if it's a savory salad oh yeah don't put no, fruit no, in no, it thank you. like it's a fruit salad's fine or like a strawberry and like goat cheese spinach salad which those are the only components that's mm. good but you throw chicken yeah. in there like uh, no yeah chuck some out. pistachios in there maybe yeah yeah then I'll, then I'll <laughs> that's like fine it. I'm getting better with that. Like I say the thing with it. My version of Blue Apron of here, Chef's Table, has sweet yeah. and savory mixed a lot, and it's always been good. I've never really had a problem with yeah, it. Yeah, I made I made a, a salmon today that had uh, fried apple slices or apple cubes mm-hmm. in, in the grain side. It was like a farro side. Mm-hmm. And then the it was salmon glazed with tangelo juice. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was it was very strange, I gotta say. But I really liked it. And I think I really am starting to come around on stuff like that. And and also like raisins in savory dishes. Um which you get there's uh Trader Joe's had the only reason I go to Trader Joe's anymore is for the beer and for the frozen Indian uh food. Oh nice. Um because they are like way better and less expensive, like per quality than what you get at other places. 
for like frozen food and for cheap beer. Absolutely. Um, like you get a six pack at Trader Joe's for like four bucks. Uh, and then the frozen, the frozen Indian food, there's really, really good. And it's like two fifty or $3 for like frozen vegetarian Indian food. Um, which, uh, so I like go, I like take my backpack to Trader Joe's and just fill it up with beer and frozen Indian food and like maybe like a loaf of bread or some eggs or something if I'm out at home. Um, but, uh, yeah, there's a, there's a vegetable biryani from Trader Joe's that has, um, raisins in it and it started to be like kind of a highlight for me like i'm really starting to enjoy it so Look at i think us. i'm like finally growing up when it comes we're growing to <laughs> we're changing we're becoming yeah. real people exactly so i really do have to try the orange chicken if i thought about it i would have had it had had it uh last week or the week before um at work but i didn't think about it so i did go to mcdonald's though so i did do some work in this podcast. <laughs> yeah there you i go. did what i could yeah <laughs> i do really like that that orange chicken i mean I think it's firmly in the same family as General Tso's mm-hmm. and Sesame Chicken. Yep. And uh, I love both of those. I mean, what's not to? It's tangy, it's sweet, it's savory, it's chock full of MSG. Um, <laughs> I, I, what I want is like a spicy Sesame Chicken. Like if you just combine General Tso's mm-hmm. and that Sesame thing, that would be my perfect Chinese chicken, I right. think. Sounds, that sounds delicious. You should make that. I, maybe I will. I haven't done because I haven't deep fried anything in a while because I don't I don't have like a fryer or even like an oil thermometer, but it could be a fun thing to do some, too once in a while. Oh, I've been thinking about it a little bit. It, let's let's jump right into probably the highlight of maybe all of these episodes. The yes. guest for this episode, yes, Fran Gillespie. Come on, Fran Gillespie is always hilarious. Uh, I was very happy to hear her on this episode and i think she really pulled it off i know i know mitch redeemed himself but i loved the initial reveal <laughs> that he had apparently right? told her she needs to eat these two things oh, yeah. in the next two hours so she can judge so them. funny she's like i have to make two trips in two hours oh it's like and weiger getting mad at mitch for it. like this is what we're talking about so and then funny. she finds out that in those two hours, they were there eating it. Yeah. <laughs> they had ordered it and brought it there. <laughs> oh, that was yeah, a beautiful so moment. funny. Fran, I loved it. Fran is a top tier Doughboys yeah. guest for sure. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. No bug man is Fran Gillespie. <laughs> biz, biz. No, no. Uh, uh, I would take uh, uh, Fran Gillespie. She can come back anytime. Yep. Yeah, I agree. I agree. She's one of, there's, there's a few perfect. Doughboys guests mm-hmm. like there's some people I would love to hear guest on any podcast as often as possible mm-hmm. like people like Jordan Morris who I think is just like so good and like funny and I just don't get to hear enough of him you know um, so like for him I'd be like yeah come back to Doughboys anytime but not because he's so perfect for Doughboys but uh, Fran Gillespie definitely is in that category with the Doughboys where I'm like the 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 dynamic is so perfect she just mixes it up just enough, you know what I mean, yeah. from their yeah, normal like absolutely. couple energy or whatever, mm-hmm. the pair of them energy. Uh, they're, they're a couple, right, Nick and Mitch? We oh, can say I that. I think so. Oh, totally. Yeah, I ship them. I ship that. <laughs> That's my OTP. <laughs> yeah, I agree. She's a perfect Doughboys guest. She's, she yeah. brings in great energy to the show. She can be confrontational to some degree, but she's also supportive yeah. in other degrees. I love her bewilderment that there are any <laughs> fans for the show at all. <laughs> like, yes. most of the people who are friends with them or know this show really well are like, I love this show. It's my favorite shows. And I know people, other yeah. people I haven't been on yet, but like, I, it's my favorite podcast. She's like, I don't understand this. <laughs> but she goes on and she just crushes it. She cr- Her and um, 
Oh, Nicole Byer yeah. has a similar vibe mm-hmm. with them. Where Nicole is like, I don't listen to this. I do like you guys. I don't understand why this is what it is, but I get what we're supposed to be doing here and just like hits it out of the park mm-hmm. every single time. Yep. Um, and I know that you uh, don't agree with this, Brian, but I think Sean and Hayes mesh very well with uh, Nick and Mitch. Uh, sure. Without compromising who they are. Yeah, I, I know you. Know. I know it's you skipped that thing. last one, but I was actually. I just thought it was a a very good uh, combination with the four of them. I will defer to you. I have not listened to it. <laughs> I will pass no judgment. I do respect your your like your stance. You're just like, well, I'm not going to listen to that. Sorry, I host a, a podcast about this podcast. I'm still not going to listen to that episode. <laughs> it didn't help that there were two back to back ones that I refused to uh, listen to. I was like, nope, yeah, I'm not it doing was... it. It was a brutal. I mean, Bobby Lee was brutal. I gotta say. Yeah. Just thinking back on that, Bobby Lee and Bugmane. I mean, just and and I'm looking at the episode list now, and it was Book of Beppo with Drew McQueenie, mm-hmm. Tony Romo's with Bugmane, then Taco Bell two with Gabrus, then Taco Bell three with Bobby Lee. So I think it because it was Taco Bell again. Yeah. Like it just felt like like we couldn't get out of like it. It felt like no progress happened in the show. It's like, yeah. it's like it was also I, only Taco Bell for about forty-five seconds. God, of that episode. it was so difficult to. But I, yeah, I don't know. I feel like one of the things I like about Doughboys is that not like a, it's not like a narrative storyline, but the the show itself always feels like it's progressing mm-hmm. and building off of itself and reaching new heights of like absurdity and mm-hmm. and well, they do analysis also. They do you know? things like like they did with this most recent episode, and we'll get to that. Is the vet like for the tournaments and all that? The develop like the storyline almost of the format becomes, okay, so we're sending this down to the devil <laughs> and they'll right. tweak that a little bit week to week if necessary. And it's like, just explaining it makes them ask for, like Mitch is always asking for new suggestions and new ideas. And Cordero in this last one just fucking killed me. His reaction. Yeah, to yeah. Again, we'll get to that so later, funny. but there was like a little yeah. storyline esque things happening almost week to week, but you having Taco Bell back to back, Made no fucking sense. No, at all. I mean, I, mean, I, I do get you know they they decided to do a Taco Bell app days before that the Naked Chicken Chalupa came out, mm-hmm. but that wasn't the way to yeah. handle going back. And, and really, I don't think that new fast food items at individual restaurants really warrants a revisit, especially when you've already been there. You've already done it twice. This on the is show. why they have the double. The double is perfect to that. They could do a double yes. on that new fast yep. food item. Just talk they about that for half an hour, and you're good. Or they could introduce a, a regular segment, yeah, uh, like to revisit, you know, revisit new fast food item. items, uh, novelty note, no, noment or something. I don't know. Yeah, you guys make make a joke. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, Aaron, we'll let you ride this one. Thanks, yeah. appreciate that. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I'll say, like, I got the naked chicken chalupa. Uh, and then I wanted to go back and try it with the add-ins mm-hmm. and like Taco Bell's not the most convenient place for me, but I really did want to go back. But like, I just needed like two more weeks before I could like justify it, get myself back yeah. to Taco Bell to try it again with the, with the meat inside, yep. you know, and it's, it's gone now. I missed my chance. Oh man. Um, I will say my local McDonald's is getting a lot of traffic for a podcast that has not covered mcdonald's yet ostensibly yeah um <laughs> especially i don't know if, if they yeah and we talked about it last last episode but that 
not McDonald's McDonald's episode they did that mm-hmm. was was a complete cop out. Mm-hmm. What are they? Total what out. are they saving for? I don't know what is it. Episode, episode one hundred. You think so? It's got to be episode one hundred. So. Although, will the tournament of champions run into episode? Ooh. I was just wondering that. Yeah, That'll be it might. 94, I don't 95, think it will. Ninety six, ninety seven. I think the tournament it. will end on ninety nine. Okay, so then they can do whatever they want after that. I think yeah, I think the tournament ends and then and then the next step is a hundred. I I believe. My long held theory is that episode one hundred will be McDonald's with guest Scott Ackerman. Oh, yeah, I could see that. Because we know he's in talks to be on the show. We know he's very busy. Um, so you know, I, and I think it would be fitting for for like a right. a, a podcasting I, hero. I was just thinking yeah. that the perfect guest for it would have been Harris. And I think they probably yeah. were yeah. saving it for Harris. Mm. Harris passed away. They obviously were not going to do it immediately or anytime soon. I think they probably want to wait as long as possible in their mind. Yeah. Um, but right. like, who's the best? If you can't have Harris, who do you have? Armin's up there, but I think we've had Armin already. We've I had Armin, Scott... and Armin isn't... Armin's contentious. Yeah, he's... He's divisible with among people who listen. Not everyone likes yeah. Armin. I mean, Armin and Harris are best friends, which I think makes it work. But yeah. if you're not going to have Armin. I think Scott, and you've had Kulop yeah. already. I think Scott's probably like the best person to take what would have yeah. been probably Harris's episode. And I do feel like Scott is in a similar echelon to where Harris was uh, in their circle of being kind of a superstar. Mm-hmm. In in a way, while still sort of being, and 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 Scott less so than than Harris, I think, because Harris, I think, was truly part of this this close friend circle of comedians, um, and just happened to be like a genius and and funnier than the rest of them. Yeah. Scott, I think, is a little older, has been around for a little longer. Like Scott has probably paid a lot of Doughboys hosts and guests at various yeah. times to do work yeah, on his absolutely. shows. He's employed many know? of them, exactly. Yeah. So I I think you know. In the same way as like the Doughboys did have, uh, what's his name, Selman, Matt Selman, mm-hmm. the, the Simpsons yep. guy, yes. you know, sort of a, a respected figure mm-hmm. from the comedy world, who's who's maybe on a different, uh, not a different level than them, but in a different place in his career than them, yeah. um, but can still play, you know. I think Scott would be the perfect fit for something like that. So, <coughs> nice to see. It'll also depend on if Scott likes McDonald's. Like it'll be kind of a shame. If they, the long held out McDonald's episode has a guest who isn't into McDonald's. Yeah, you know, I, I was actually wondering about that because that, the, the Scott Ackerman theory, I feel like is the, makes the most sense for that. But yeah. also, like, I have no idea how Scott feels about fast food and if he would maybe yeah. poo poo it. But also, I, I think if he did do that, there'd be a little bit of tongue in cheek. Yeah. Right. I, I would, I would love to see that dynamic of Scott being a guest on this show with those two guys. Just, yeah. The way he would like handle them and like interact, like he would just be busting balls and just like talking, the, yeah. talking down the show, uh, but in a great tongue in cheek way. I don't know. I'm very curious about that dynamic, and I think that'd be really interesting. I, I do also want to hear in, in a separate but similar way uh, Jesse Thorne on the show. Okay, he's a fan. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm surprised that hasn't um, happened, but that that's another kind of bigger yeah. one. I feel like in the podcasting well, world. Yeah, I think I think the thing with Jesse is that he's not he's not as much a comedian. Yeah. Um and I don't know how well he knows Nick and Mitch. Like obviously he knows them I think from just around. They've both been on his podcast. Um but uh, I, I you know, I I don't think 
I don't think Jesse Thorne would be a good choice for a landmark episode of Doughboys. I think I would I would love to hear Jesse on Doughboys. I think he'd be really funny and good on it, especially if they pick a fast food restaurant that Jesse actually yeah. eats at, which I don't think I've ever heard Jesse mention a fast food restaurant. No. He mentions a lot of like local uh, local food from like Koreatown in Los Angeles um, and like street food he's into, but not as much uh, like fast food chains, you know. Here's another question. Here's another question for you. Where's Paul F. Tompkins? (laughs) Yeah, where is Paul F. Tompkins? The guy that does all the podcasts. The thing about Paul, though, is, and I was thinking about this too. I think Paul is less a part of this circle. Yeah, that's true. Mm -hmm. I think Scott is really the bridging, like, thing, person between this circle and Paul. Like, I'm sure they hang out at the same parties and stuff, you know. But why aren't we at those parties? Damn it. Oh my gosh, right? I would love to We'd be in a corner yeah. cowering. It's like, I don't want to talk to anyone. <laughs> They're going to hate me. Right? Paul, like, Paul is in with, like, the kind of the thrilling adventure hour crew, it seems. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, that little Mark Evan Jackson, right. his, all his uh, puppeteers from his TV show, and, all, you know, the, the Spontaneous Nation gang. Yep. Um, all the people who you hear all the time on, on Paul's podcast. So, and I think. I think the fa- I think Paul and Scott Paul and Scott's dynamic is interesting to me because I think they just sort of accidentally met. You know, they just they you know I'm sure they were friends in in and everything. But but when Paul started coming on Scott's show and doing characters, it totally changed Paul's career because he had never done that thing before. And then so I think just th- I think you know when they joke around that they're work friends, not real life friends. I think there's a lot of truth to that. I mean, I think they're actually probably real life friends. Uh, but I, I think they are, they met through their work in a very specific way. You know? I don't know why it never occurred to me for Paul to be on Doughboys, but oh my God, I would love that so, yes. so much. It would be great. You pick a chain that he really likes or is really into, and I think that would just be such gold across the board. Him you know what? Mitch I wouldn't alone. be surprised if he were episode 100. Maybe. Yeah. Because yeah. a lot of shows, I mean, a Paul F. Tompkins episode is, a draw. is, is kind of a landmark for a lot of shows. Yeah. I agree. He, he, um, so I could totally see that happening. It, it really just—I I think Scott Ackerman would be more thematically appropriate, or whatever yeah. you want to say, for like the people, given that there's definitely a pattern of the people that they have on on this show. Mm-hmm. For sure. Um, or uh, a Paul. Let, yeah. Let me throw this out there. You got Scott Ackerman. Makes sense, especially if you're doing McDonald's. You got a Paul Hopkins. What if? Yeah. Episode 100. The guests. The faux boys. <laughs> what? What? Expect you know, we could get it. It's going to be several weeks away. We could get an invite, couple plane tickets. Yeah, you never know. Get on hell. Just <laughs> <laughs> imagine the 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 incredible. We could hear the collective disappointment <laughs> of thousands and thousands of people. Like, who the fuck are these guys? Ninety four McDonald's with. The phobos? The phobos? <laughs> what is this? Brendan doesn't We're say all a calling word. We're calling it on Skype with like an awkward, right? Oh my god! It's I will say because I interviewed the the Doughboys on my podcast, on my other podcast, on yep. uh, the podcast preview, and uh, it's weird. It's to talk to people who you listen to on a podcast all the time. Like you gotta kind of get past like your. I, I mean, I certainly had like a starstruck problem with that i have that with local comedians i'm friends with a ton of local comedians just from yeah basically i joke sheer force of will on my part i make a point of chatting with people after shows uh friends on facebook and twitter and like i talk up shows a lot like hey you guys go see these guys are amazing 
And so they obviously really appreciate it. But I've gotten like, friendly with uh, a ton and ton of them. And like yeah. just to hang out with them, like don't – and in my head, we just had a conversation where we didn't talk about comedy. We were just chatting right? like buzz and that was amazing. <laughs> like comedian bought me a beer the other day just after a show. I was like, hey, I'll buy you a beer. I was like, oh my god. We should chat about movies and shit. It was great. That's amazing. Yeah, so stuff like that. I feel, I feel that way about hot people. <laughs> it's like Me? <laughs> You're continuing this conversation? Okay, you thank you. You didn't just politely say hi and bye? What? Yeah, no, you didn't just humor me as I made a fool of myself yeah. and then realized you weren't <laughs> interested in talking to me? Exactly. Wow, thank you. All right, we've got yeah. two more and a bonus thing to talk about. Uh, why don't we just right, wrap yeah, up right. Good point. McDonald's versus Panda Express? This is an easy one. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, you want to go, Brian? Sure. You want to um, give your rating, your food rating, and then your app rating? Sure. I I had Panda Express years ago. I don't remember it that well. I remember thinking it was fine. McDonald's chicken nuggets. We're obviously going to win this. Honestly, no matter who they went up against, Frango yeah. Lesby, uh is a top tier, like top three Doughboys guests of all time. So great episode, fantastic episode, great way to kick off the tournament of champions. Um, I'd give this. What's our scale again? It's been so long. Probably five. Uh, do we go up to five? Yeah, one to five, five bad, bad hashtags. hashtags. I'm going to go four and a half bad hashtags just because Pan Express never had a chance. It wasn't a contest. <laughs> yeah. I like that. Yeah. Aaron, you want to go ahead? Sure. Uh, I enjoyed this episode a lot. Uh, Fran was obviously a great guest. Um, the matchup was, as I said before, bullshit. Um so, yeah, McDonald's, obviously, I mean, listen, Chinese food is delicious, uh, but the chicken nuggets were going to win this, uh, hands down. Um, the episode itself was really fun. Um, I enjoyed it. Uh, so, yeah, for me, I got to give this episode four bad hashtags. Wow. 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 <laughs> wow. Yeah, I, I, I really love this one. I love Fran. Um, yeah, terrible, terrible matchup, although I can't really think of what could go up against chicken nuggets in its own uh, region uh, and and succeed. The, the Wendy's Nuggets, I love Wendy's. They don't compare. Uh, I don't think Panda Express is worthwhile in any way. <laughs> I, I consider it Chinese food, uh, or I don't consider it Chinese food in the same way I don't consider Taco Bell Mexican food. Mm. I think the Panda Express tastes a lot like the stuff you buy frozen at the grocery store and cook up. Mm-hmm. I'm just not Delicious. into it. Um, but... Still fantastic episode. I would go four and a half bad hashtags. Nice. Wow. Wow. So we were the uh, ladder, ladder lads. Ladder right? lads. Four, four and a half and five. Ladder lads. I like it. <laughs> right? Is that ballpark buds yeah. is what they call it. I like yeah. ladder lads though because we're I'm climbing, the, climbing the ladder up the rating. <laughs> uh, <laughs> climbing that ladder. Um, oh, I also wanted to point out a, a favorite moment of mine in this episode where they talked about the, the release date of Diablo 3. <laughs> oh, jeez. Thanks, Doughboys. Thanks for going deep in Diablo 3 before catching yourselves and realizing that was not what you should be talking about. (laughs) Oh, I love them. All right, let's jump into the next episode. Uh, I lost my place. Episode 92, Mm -hmm. Tournament of Champions, Chick-fil-A versus Wendy's with Ryan Perez. Also a fun episode. This is the sandwich region of the uh, quarter bird finals of the Tournament of Champions. Um, and, And I liked it. Um... I thought this was kind of a return to form for the Doughboys mm-hmm. as far as, like, a a really good, like, standalone. Um, I mean, it's not standalone because it's, it's part of the Tournament of Champions, but an episode that 
that it, it almost felt like an early Doughboys episode yeah. to me, where it does it relies just enough on building off of previous conversations without beating Doughboys tropes uh, into the ground and staying super funny and super like loose. Very accessible episode. Anyone could jump yeah. on this one, yep. no problem. I think. Mm-hmm. Other than obviously the tournament, like the format of who is a winner and all that, but that was a, yeah. always amusing developing thing, which will never really be finalized. <laughs> That's part of the fun of it. Uh, I agree. Like yeah. I. Uh, and this is a weird one for me because I've never had Chick Fil A. We don't. I don't think we have it here. I have no real mm-hmm. interest in it just because of it, the bad politics it's got yeah. on its mm-hmm. side. So it was weird when they kept ch- basically. It didn't help that they're cut talking about the same very similar item. I would get confused or which one they're referring to. Sometimes, yeah, yeah, that happened to me a couple times too. Like they're talking about like how it the del- this had like lettuce and tomato. It was ready to go. And I told, in my head, that was Wendy's. I go, doesn't it always have what? Oh, no, they're talking about the other one. <laughs> and, yeah, so yeah, I had no reference just... for the, like, the talk about the sauces and all that from Chick-fil-A. So I was like, I, I like the show is fun, but, like, I don't have any experience with half of it. Normally, I'm okay when I don't have a chain, but because I knew half of it, it was weird. I don't know why. That is weird. That's a weird – that's it's a little bit how I felt in the last episode uh, yeah. because I've, I had known – uh, I've known Chinese food, but I hadn't had chicken nuggets, uh, McDonald's chicken nuggets at the time I listened. Just so odd. Um, I or not in 10 it. years, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, thought, I thought this one was actually a really good matchup. Uh, I haven't yeah. had Chick-fil-A in a while, but if you asked me what my top two chicken, fast food chicken sandwiches were, these would have been the two. No. Yeah, uh, fair match, for sure. You know, I, I don't really go to Chick-fil-A well. much for the same reasons, um, but also I'm 40 minutes away from one at this point, so... Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to go out of my way to support it anyway. Uh, yep. That was more something I would hit up when I was going out of town a lot, uh, but just not so much anymore. The Wendy's Spicy Chicken, I think my number one fast food item, period. Wow. Um, Strong so, statement. That's, that's, but that's, I was, that's a Spoon Nation was, member talking right there, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but I was also very surprised, getting maybe getting ahead of myself or ourselves, uh, that the voting all went that it all swung one way on this one. Yeah. I thought that it would definitely, uh, there would be at least somebody yeah. voting one way or the other. Yep. Cause I, so um, I, I actually have more history with Chick-fil-A than with a lot of other fast food chains. Cause my ex was really into Chick-fil-A. So, uh, I had Chick-fil-A, you know, a handful of times, uh, over the last few years. Whereas I didn't have Wendy's until after I heard the Wendy's episode oh, wow. of Doughboys. Um, and I have tried the, the spicy chicken sandwich from Wendy's. That was one of the items that I, that I gave a shot to once I started eating at Wendy's. Um, and I really like both of these fast food items. This is kind of a rare, rare instance for me of Doughboys where I'm actually up to date and aware of the entire conversation, you know? Uh, and it was kind of nice. I got to tell you, um, I really like both sandwiches. Um, so I think it was interesting to hear them talk about it. And they are very different sandwiches, too. Like, I sort of didn't think about them in the same category. Mm-hmm. But I was like, yeah, I guess Chick-fil-A and Wendy's are both, like, fast food chicken sandwiches. And I'm, which one is better? It's it's not necessarily, like, apples to oranges thing because they are the same sandwich. But there's enough differences mm-hmm. to be worth yeah. talking about, you know? I mean, this one, again, to me was so obvious who was going to win this going in. But I liked that it felt like it was a close match anyway, the way they were talking about it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, in my mind, there was no way, especially just with Mitch's sheer force of will, that one news is not getting through the next oh, round. Oh, for sure. Unless <laughs> somehow the other guest was just like, wanted to dick with him and Weiger jumped on that train too. They could have about yeah. noted him. But I mean, it, yeah. Wendy seemed like it was going to be a slam dunk. I thought it was yeah. actually a little funny. Uh, 
when they were talking about the juiciness of the chicken. And he was defending Wendy's by saying, like, well, I don't want my chicken to be too juicy. Who doesn't want their ticket chicken to be juicy? Like, in what world? And I'll admit, that's like- you know, Chick-fil-A, as far as juiciness goes, if, if we were doing a burger brawl level mm-hmm. breakdown of all the different, uh, you know. Elements you want in your chicken. Elements yeah, the of the chicken. They would win that one in a landslide. But, yeah. but he was just, I think, couldn't let no. Wendy's have... Uh, any real knocks on their sandwich. That's fair. I don't know. I, I I don't think about juiciness in in terms of itself. Like I'll I'll worry about a dry chicken sandwich. Yeah. Um, and, and flavor. You know what I mean. I think juiciness and flavor are kind of related. You know. Um, although the McDonald's chicken nuggets are 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 not particularly juicy, and they are very flavorful. So I don't know if that really holds true. Um. But yeah, I mean, I think I think Chick Fil A is a more chicken-forward sandwich, and the Wendy's is a lot more about the composition mm-hmm. uh, yep. uh, overall. I agree with that. Um, so that's that's kind of a, a distinction there. I will say I liked some of the banter at the beginning in this episode, uh, and I thought we could all talk about if if you would rather see a self-serious comedy documentary or watch a Holocaust movie. Jeez. <laughs> oh, Such a brutal choice. Um, it's a very hard choice. I will take the self-serious comedy document, although I, I agree with the, and then, that's the night, comedy change is so grating. <laughs> oh, it's so Just grating. hearing that, hearing that again makes me want to go the other way. Like, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, like, that Del Close ma- movie that's being talked about with, what's his face? Jimmy Fallon. No, Jimmy Fallon. Yeah. Jimmy Fallon? Jimmy Fallon. No. Kimmel? No. Who, who's Austin Powers? Mike Myers. 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 Well, I wonder Myers. how he confused Mike Myers and Jimmy Fallon. Jesus. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but like that sounds like it could be a disaster or it could be amazing. Del Close is yeah. a weird thing in comedy where like, I was listening to a podcast from here. Local guys do an improv, improv podcast called uh, The Backline. Uh, Rob Norman and Adam Colley where they just dissect elements, just the two of them, of improv. Like, this is what being on a back line is like. And if you want to do a herald, this is what a herald's all about. Like, it's very mm. instructional. And they talk about, like, it's weird that improv is the one area in comedy, stand-up doesn't have it, sketch doesn't have it, where there's, like, gurus. Like, people who are yeah, masters professor. of this. Who are, like, yep. admired and almost worshipped. Like, it's joking improv is that it's a cult. And there's very much, Del Close is one of those people who are, like, you like I saw Del Close at a show, and oh my god, it was like light was coming off him. And he said he laughed at one of my jokes, and it was the greatest moment of my life. <laughs> you don't get that really with stand up. I mean, you get a little bit, especially older stand up, like seventies, eighties. Like Johnny Carson yeah. winked at me, and it was like my career changed forever. Like at that moment, <laughs> but it's not like it's a different thing. Like Del Close and them are like it's worship almost. Uh, well, I think improv is a lot more like magical than stand up. Like stand up, you go home, you write it, and magical in the moment things happen in stand up, mm-hmm. obviously. Yeah, yeah, but improv, I think, it's, because it's so uh, uh, like no safety net. Yeah, you know? it is, I was talking about that in the 24 hour show. Um, there was one point, I want to say it was the breakfast show around 7 in the morning. And we, the thing for the tournament is they have rewards and punishments that audience members can purchase for individual improvisers who are doing the 24 hours. And it's a fundraiser for a local um, uh, diversity initiative here in the city uh, that do That's it awesome. for um, uh, part of a festival later in the spring. And so they want to raise as much as they can. They, each individual performer has to raise 
X amount of dollars in order to do the full 24 hours. Uh, yeah. So they make some good money. And you can, people can buy $5 punishments, $5 rewards. Rewards are things like a catnap, a massage, uh, <laughs> caffeine. You can get like a caffeine drink of your choice. Punishments are things like you have to chug an entire, like there's peanut juice. They made them chug that. Ew. Oh, yeah. I saw you posted that on uh, Facebook. Yikes. And like there's a, you get a, and, like, you get a Nerf gun. You can shoot players for an hour. Um, there's one that they call it senseless, where you can be blindfolded and or uh, have earbuds, and so you can't see or hear anything. And you have to do the entire hour that way. Oh my god! So stuff like that's fine. And like, there's one where I bought. Um, I made this girl Brittany, she's hilarious, Brittany Drysdale. Uh, I made her be. Uh, it was called Objectify Me, where she had to be objects in any scene I did for the full hour. So she had to be a clock <laughs> oh. in a room or a table. People were putting like food on her back as if she was a table. And That's the guys who were running the show kept busting her balls. Uh, for like, anytime she said anything in the scene, they were like, "Carol, Carol." They gave her a nickname, Carol, as a character. You're do your job. You're not supposed to say anything. <laughs> and at one point, she was like, she just did a teapot because it was in the scene. She just mined a teapot. That was like seven in the morning. That's amazing. At the very last show, this is going on forever, but in one of the scenes, she was in a scene where her suggestion was um, that. She's coming home after getting out of a 24-hour improv show, and her parents are waiting for her, and they're disappointed with her life. And so Alice Morgan was playing her mom, and it's this beautiful fourth wall break thing where Alice is just tearing down improv as an industry. Like, you get no money. There's no re- and, like, you could see it. Britney's been doing this for 23 hours at this point. You could see it literally affecting her, like, real, oh cutting her to the core real. At one point she said, but I think I can help people with this. I think I can help people. Alice goes, if you want to help people, be a doctor. Don't mind being a teapot. <laughs> she had no idea that 10 hours earlier, Brittany literally mind being a teapot in the scene. <laughs> it just broke her brain. She literally started crying real tears. Just couldn't believe this wow. happened. And we said to her, I was, that Jeez. was magic. That was improv magic right there. 24 hours of moment. anything will do that. Oh, it was so beautiful. What, you're, what uh, you're telling me is you made a woman cry. I did. I had a hand <laughs> in making this woman cry. You paid $5 to ruin a woman's day. <laughs> 10 technically by that, but no, it was fun. Oh, well, okay. All right. Uh, yeah, no, hey, I just, has this weird I'm going to interrupt this real quick yeah, just uh, because I just saw a tweet that Nicole Byer is the guest tomorrow. What? Nice. Nice. <laughs> Hell yeah. I got to put this episode out now today before, well, the episode can't go out before the tweet comes up, but I guarantee I didn't see that tweet <laughs> when I was pumping up Nicole Byer earlier. Nice. God, I'm excited for that. <laughs> what's, anyways, uh, what's the, uh, let's just jump. Yeah. What's the chain? Well, it's the wings region, but they didn't say who I would imagine Buffalo oh, they already wings said. and Wingstop. Yeah. Yeah. They said, Oh, okay. I'm excited for that one too. We'll talk about that on our next sure. episode. Yep. Um, once it happens. Uh, all right. Chick-fil-A. Yeah. They, they had an interesting conversation on this episode, too, about the, the, the bad politics mm-hmm. in Chick-fil-A's anti-gay uh, state or whatever they they're, whatever it is, the president or the CEO or, or whatever it is. Uh, and and I, I thought it was an interesting uh, turn that Mitch, Mitch decided to make the analogy with Mel Gibson. Yeah. Like, do we have to hate Mel Gibson forever? Uh, and, and I say, no, you don't have to hate Mel Gibson forever, but also he shouldn't be getting to work anymore yeah. in a public right. like field. Yeah. The, the whole personally. idea that Mel Gibson is like, we've forgiven him type, like some mentality for some people go, did we? I, I, I don't think so. I don't think we have. I have. I'm, I'm with Ryan. I was with Ryan a lot on this where, it, you know, it, maybe it, you know, he shouldn't be getting work at all. Um, who's the Casey Affleck should never be working, yeah. you know, at all. Yeah. But 
I think as an individual, a lot of that does come down to voting with your dollar. And yep. what do you choose to support? Right. You know, for example, I don't watch movies or television because I think they don't (laughs) aren't very good. (laughs) But I also I guess I don't pay for those. But also I do pay for cable. And I pay for Amazon Prime streaming. Yeah. So, you know, I I can't really vote with my dollar on those things unless I want to pay more money for slower Internet. So I don't get cable with it. You know what I mean? It's, It's right. It's a weird thing for that stuff. But I think with food, yeah. I mean, I haven't eaten at Chick-fil-A in a while. It's not really what crosses my mind when I do eat at a restaurant, like the politics of the owners. Um, and the other thing is that it's such a small it's such a small amount of money that goes to the bad people. <laughs> you know what I mean? Out of my $3 that I, I have a hard time feeling bad about. <clears throat> yeah, um, I get that. But but I do, I think it's, I think it's, enviable or noble whatever you want to say of people who who do make a stand on stuff like that i, I respect that a lot yeah it, everyone has to put their own line in the sand uh for that yeah. kind of thing i i agree with that mentality anyway and for some people like mitch you just forgive mel gibson and that's fine too. <laughs> oh mitch do you think it was unfair that they did spicy chicken versus regular chicken what would you think should we be doing should they be doing the same food at all restaurants, or should they be doing the best food from each restaurant within the bounds of the company? I think I like the I would, idea that you put the signature version of it that's as close yes. to other signature versions as you can. Yeah, I agree with that. The, you know, like same with the, you know, why settle on orange chicken at Panda Express over anything else? That's kind of the staple there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you got to go spicy chicken at Wendy's. Uh, I don't really know what the staple is at Chick Fil A. I guess just the I original think it's just a chicken sandwich, yeah. regular yeah. chicken sandwich. Yeah, I think they may have a fried uh, a spicy chicken sandwich, or they may not even have a spicy chicken sandwich. They do have a spicy. I, I yeah, yeah, they, they do. And then they also have they go into it a little bit. There's the regular, which I think just has the pickles, and then the deluxe has your lettuce and tomato mm-hmm. and all that. Oh yeah, um, you got to go for the deluxe. But I I, I thought it was kind of weird that they. Don't make much of a fuss about that in this one. Yeah. And then in the Fulbright region, they kind of made a much bigger deal out of the yeah. difference between original and spicy. It's interesting. But yeah, I, don't, I think you go with what what the chain's specialty is, I think. Yeah. Here's, here's a question. In general, would you prefer, in a, in, a, in a restaurant agnostic way, do you like spicy chicken better or like fried chicken? Mm. I, I'll, if I see I both where it's the same kind of preparation, I'll probably go spicy a little bit more. Yeah. If it's fried versus fried, I usually go mm. spicy. I, I never get a grilled chicken sandwich at a fast food place. Oh, no. I, I can't Please. think of the last time I have. Um, Popeye's, I always go spicy. Wendy's, always spicy. Um, McDonald's had it and then got rid of I think they had a spicy. Or maybe they didn't. Oh, you know what? I'm thinking of Burger King. Ah. Uh. But I haven't, I haven't had it. I actually tried there. They have a new chicken sandwich there, where they're trying to kind of ape the premium chicken sandwiches at the other fast food places like Wendy's and McDonald's, rather than their like long plank original chicken they've mm-hmm. always had. And it wasn't bad, but it wasn't. I th- it doesn't yeah. stand up. I'm amazed McDonald's hasn't had a spicy chicken McNuggets variant. 
That really surprised me. Yeah. Yeah, that is surprising. I, I, I wonder if I wonder if they rely on the sauces for that, right? You get spicy. Yeah, you start yeah. adding flavors to your nuggets, and you start having flavor conflicts with the spot with the sauces. Then. Yeah, I guess so. You know, maybe. Yeah, we're gonna want. Yeah. I can see that. Also, your chicken, your chicken nugget is already perfect. Why? <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I've recently been really into a buffalo chicken. Um, I haven't been eating that much of it, but I just like really want it all the time. Uh, and I still haven't had like a good piece of buffalo chicken. I had, I got from uh, a local donut and chicken chain here called Astro Donuts. Uh, I got from their food truck uh, like a tenders. A combo that had a donut and some tenders and um, like a creamy buffalo sauce, you know. So not like that, just like butter and hot sauce buffalo sauce, but a some sort of creamy dipping sauce in a, in a buffalo flavor, and it was divine. And I, I I was kind of sated for a few weeks after that. But I've I've started Jones in for buffalo chicken. Well, now you got plans for this evening. There you go. That's true. You're right. I'll make I'll buy myself a uh, an oil thermometer and make myself some buffalo chicken. <laughs> I kind of want to now, now that I'm thinking there about you go. it. Good. Hmm. Maybe, I'll Maybe I'll do that. Depends, Depends if I get invited to a Purim uh, dinner this afternoon or not. Oh, there you go. Um, which, if I do, I will probably die because it is, as I've said, a drinking-based holiday. <laughs> well, good luck with that. Um, yeah. Well, we'll I, I might be feeling like you, uh, Brian. I don't know if you can replicate this feeling. <laughs> it's so weird. We've had eight hours or so of sleep since then, so... Recover it isn't so the right on your word, way back. but you're on your way back. I have to cl- improv class at five, and it's like we do like stage combat s stuff in it, where we do like oh stage gosh. punches and stuff like that. And like everyone's joking, yeah. no one's going to want to be paired with you. No one wants you swinging <laughs> at the faces and without being judged. No, yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, should be fun. <laughs> I um I I acted in a play in high school, and I had to. Uh, fall over mm-hmm. at one point that's the closest i ever got to stage <laughs> combat me and uh me and another guy were coll- would collide it was uh merchant of venice and i was playing uh the clown character okay. in that yep. show yeah i forget his name now um something hilariously overwrought um and i was supposed to collide with this is an older guy probably 60 and we were, we'd both fall over and then i had my monologue and that was my kind of introduction to the play and people have pictures of like the instant where we're falling over from that play, and you can see the guy, the other guy, just perfect form on this stage mm-hmm. fall they taught us. And I'm just like midair. I just like chucked myself onto the ground. <laughs> That's what I would do? Like not good at all. But I, it was funny because when I was practicing for that play, I like called my mom in the middle of school one day. It was, it was at my high school, and I was like, "Hey, I'm having like chest pains." And she was like, "And I was like, I just like I don't, it just feels weird. I haven't felt this before. I'm like, am I okay?" And she was like, she thought about it for a minute, and she was like, have you been practicing that, that stage fall in play practice? And I was like, yes, all day. And she was like, you're fine. You fell too hard. Like, relax. <laughs> That's cute. Um, but yeah, I, I sort of, looking at those, because looking at those pictures from the, from the final performance, I was like, yeah, maybe I should have learned this stage falling technique a little bit better. But, but then I stopped acting, so. It all worked out. It didn't matter. What is your guys' holy triforce of fast food? I like man. Oh, man. I totally was going to prepare an answer to this and forgot. <laughs> I, I don't know. What do How I about get? you, Aaron? Like, if all the fast food, that just seems so daunting. I, I would say, yeah, it's really tough. I mean, I don't quite know. 
what to make of this holy Triforce thing because I don't know if it's supposed to be it's not supposed to be my three favorite things because it sort of has to conform to like what are they the Triforce of Wisdom Power and Courage I think he said yes um, so I think sort of that was to, arbitrary <laughs> were they okay were the, is that not a is that not a concept from the Zelda games I mean it is it is but I think them trying to yeah. Put their foods into those three categories oh, okay. is arbitrary. Because I kind of want it to work. Like, I kind of want to make my Triforce of Power Five Guys Fries, which, while they're not my favorite fast food item, nor even necessarily my favorite fast food fries, they're definitely the most powerful fast food item that I love. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, like, maybe the Triforce of Wisdom is, like, a Wendy's burger or something. Just, like, perfectly, perfectly arranged, you know, just wisely constructed. Yeah. Okay. And then what's the other one? Courage. Yeah. Gosh, I don't know. What is a courageous fast food item? <laughs> Something that's risque that you're like, oh, this shouldn't work. Yeah. But it does. <laughs> naked chicken chalupa. <laughs> the, the late naked chicken chalupa. <laughs> it's my tribe. Uh, mine's courage. gonna be boring. It's gonna be I, I can't assign categories. I don't know it that well. But let's go. <laughs> I gotta go. The Big Mac has to be one. I mean, that's just so mm-hmm. classic and yeah, it's like it's almost a legend at this point. Legend is all that. There we go. Um, <laughs> the spicy chicken sandwich is from Wendy's is pretty fucking perfect. Uh, that's mm-hmm. up there too, man. It's a great single. Like you don't have to have anything with it, it like, without fries. Even it's it's a great dish. And then maybe I mean I'm going back full circle, but maybe the McNugget. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Wow. I gotta go with that one. And that hot mustard alone, my god, it's so perfect, Rob. <laughs> oh. I will say. Mm-mm-mm. I love hot mustard that I that I get with Chinese food. Oh, not, yeah. not, yeah. Panda Express does not have this, I don't think. But um, yeah, hot mustard on, general, a, on an egg roll, mm, delicious. Yeah, oh, I love it. So I buy good. the you can buy like a a powdered version of that hot mustard that you mix with water. I keep that around all the time. <laughs> really, that's smart. I'm picturing you with that. one of those like jugs of protein powder you get from the health store. <laughs> yes. of this, and you're just like taking like giant scoops and like mixing with that for this week. <laughs> the big spoon pretty, and a cauldron. That's awesome. I think my uh, let's see my my Triforce of power is definitely the Wendy's spicy chicken. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's just the the peak. I think my Triforce Triforce of wisdom is a sausage egg and cheese McMuffin Ooh, from good. McDonald's Ooh, yeah. uh, because that thing gets me going in Out the morning. Of left field, yeah, nice. yeah. I like and that. I, and then my Triforce of courage is the Wendy's baconator mm. because that is a if I'm stepping up to the plate on that thing, that's a mm. <laughs> that's a tough challenger. I'm afraid of what Aaron like would do with that on the uh, uh, the tour that you take him on a month. Oh gosh, he just yeah. the baconator if he would survive that. That may be the final nail in my coffin. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a huge fan of that thing, but it is a it's a it's a lot of sandwich. Yeah, the thing is at at a certain point with things like that, I would have to go and get only that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, which, like, for the research for research for the show, I've been doing that with McDonald's. You know, I went and got uh, a Grand Mac and just that. Um, that's another one. That's, I, that's plenty. And I didn't die, you know, but that's because I didn't get fries or anything with it. So, uh, when I'm going for fast food in general, I I want a meal out of it. Like, I I if I could get half a burger and half a fish sandwich and half yeah, an order of fries and half an order of nuggets. You know what I'd I mean? Want I, would, a, I want the yeah. most variety I want to sample possible. as much as possible We're having a complete yeah. meal. Yeah. Give me one nugget, you know, like a slider. You know, it's uh, I would love that's, to that's see the way I like the, to eat. The, the fast food restaurant you come up with, the concept. Like, you could have one nugget, half the sandwich, 
three fries. And you charge by the item. So it's like 60 cents a nugget, you know, 75 cents a wing. Just see people with these right. trays of these weird food combinations as they walk away from the counter. <laughs> it would be amazing. Just stack them up. I feel like I've only yeah. only now in my life have started to try to reduce down my fast food portions, which has had a lot to do with my morbid obesity forever. But uh. <laughs> um, it like yeah, I, you talk about how you don't need that much food. I've just always overeaten so much. Yeah. It's so hard with like fast food, especially because like. Like you want, yeah. like I'm in the mood for a, uh, a, the bacon bur- cheeseburger at Wendy's and I'll get fries and a drink with that. But if I'm really hungry, I go, man, maybe I'll get the three chicken strips and some hot sriracha sauce with that too. Mm-hmm. That's so much food, well, but oh man, if it's not so, so good. Well, it's also so calorie dense. Yeah. Like it's very easy to eat a lot of calories mm-hmm. in fast yep. food without yeah. realizing it or, or with realizing it, but without feeling it as much, you know? Because for me, like... I don't necessarily count calories per se, but I try to stay aware of how much food I'm eating, mostly so that I know when I'm going to be hungry again so I can plan and, and have enough food. Um, so I look at fast food and I, I so if I, yeah, if I'm ordering fast food, I like to have those calories on the menu, not because I'm like, oh, this is fatty and it's not healthy for me because like that's the point. But if I say, all right, well, I ate two hours ago and I'm going to eat in seven hours, mm-hmm. so I'll buy... If I get this 350-calorie sandwich and then, oh, that side is 500 calories, that's more food than I want right now. That side's only 280 calories. That's like a little more what I'm looking for, you know. And that way I just – not only do I not feel sick afterwards if I've eaten relatively recently, but I also can manage and say, all right, well, if if I'm not eating for another 12 hours, I'm going to get – they report 1200 calories worth of food you know if i'm right. eating in eight hours uh, you know what i mean whatever i can i can manage it that way. so i i like to i like to manage the portion size based on uh on how much food i need you know? i've never been good with portion size until i started getting the chef's plate because they in mind they give you two portions mm. worth of food yeah. everything's measured out i know whatever i'm making this is two meals i know i'm splitting it in two one half will be my dinner the other half will either be my lunch or my next day's dinner and like I had the other day, I made this great meal. It was, like, it was the coriander chicken and arugula salad with feta, tomato, and apple. It was mm. amazing. I go, and I ate the dinner. I go, I'm still hungry. But this is what I'm supposed to eat in the meal. Yeah. So I should be hungry. I've got to get my body used to eating. This is a portion of food. That should be my meal. Blue Apron, Blue Apron is the same thing where it's supposed to be two portions. And sometimes I get something that's particularly good and that won't work well as leftovers. Mm. And so I eat it all. And it does not go well yeah. for me. I do not feel well afterwards. Yeah. You know, yeah. I had uh, I had spicy pork burgers recently with uh, oh, what was the side for that? I don't remember, but the burgers were very good. Uh, so I ate them. I ate them both, and then I got sick. Yep. <laughs> so you know, and actually, the last time it happened to me too, it was uh, it was like a, a uh, braised pork uh, in like a steamed bao roll mm-hmm. type of thing um, with black. <clears throat> black garlic mayo it was mm, very good awesome. um and i just ate all the bow at night and uh yeah you know i was very much way too yeah. full so and, and and for me the, sometimes the single portion isn't enough food so i go into like i have snacks afterwards or whatever like i have some like chips or whatever um because you, you gotta have enough food you know um but but yeah it does it does help with those to go all right i know that all of this is too much so I might as well at least split this into two equal size meals, yep. and then we'll see. Yeah, that's what I do. We'll see what I need to do after that. So we're gonna, uh, All right, two guys. more here. Let's rank this episode. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's, let's rank this. Yeah, we're gonna have. I have a feeling we're gonna speed up a little yeah. bit here. 
Um, uh, yeah, uh, you want to go ahead, Rob? Sure. Uh, another another great episode. Uh, great matchup. Uh, enjoyed this one a lot. This, like you guys said before, feels like a very traditional Doughboys episode. Um, enjoyed it quite a bit. Like all the food. Like the conversation. Don't remember. They don't really have any like final segments in these, no. but um, but it was all around. I think pretty good. I would go uh, four bad hashtags. Wow. 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 Brian? Uh, this one, yeah, I enjoyed the episode. Ryan Perez was a fun guest. Um, I don't know or really care much for Chick-fil-A, so I can't really judge that part of it. I uh, love Wendy's. The chicken sandwich for me seemed like a slam dunk, but I appreciated how close a match it sounded from the reviews. Uh, so I'm going to give it, to me, it didn't have any really stand out like this is a crazy Doughboys moment. So I'm going to give it three and a half bad hashtags. All right. Wow. Wow. I really enjoyed this episode. I thought it was nearly perfect. Um, but I, I don't know that it quite reached the levels of a, you know, Doughboys episode for the ages. You know, it wasn't a cool up episode. It wasn't a Paul Rust at Wendy's. But it was very, very, very good. I, I thoroughly enjoyed every moment of this episode. They felt so loose. They just felt so... It just seemed like they were really enjoying themselves, and this episode is what I want Doughboys to be. So I'm going to give it four and a half. Ooh, wow. Hashtags. wow! 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 Double wow! All right, beep, 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 beep. quick, uh, quick interruption here. Um, in between uh, uh, episodes here, uh, I was listening to Jordan Jesse go, uh, I believe, two weeks ago, and Jordan Morris included some trivia about Nick Weiger, host of Doughboys, uh, the podcast about chain restaurants. Um, this being that Nick Weiger refers to masturbation as pulling yourself off. <laughs> <laughs> this has been your JJ Go t- tidbit on uh, on uh, Faux Boys. All right, on to the next episode. Um, let's talk about the uh, full bird region with Eugene Cordero. Uh, this was Church's Chicken versus Popeyes versus KFC. Uh, su- surprise um, ending for me. I don't know. I'm also surprised by it. The, the oh, I was very shocked. Yeah, I got it. I got to tell you guys, this is going to be a difficult conversation for me because I do not know the difference between KFC and Popeyes. I have not eaten at either restaurant. They seem identical from my perspective. Wow. All right, well, they're very much not, but that's fine. <laughs> okay, I, be- I believe you. I have to try. Them, Rob but... just smashed something in his apartment out of rage. <laughs> <laughs> he muted his microphone so we didn't hear it, but I'm sure this happened. <laughs> I don't even I don't even mean that in a critical way. I just <laughs> having eaten both many times, I I do feel like there are yeah. a great deal of differences that I guess from the or to the uninitiated are harder to notice. Sounds like a, a, a parent or a teacher trying to be very polite to a child. <laughs> <laughs> right yeah, Jimmy. Yeah. Now that all yeah, said, that, yeah, I, I have said. eaten that and love Church's chicken. So yeah, see. But for me, you know, I don't think we have churches up here. I don't think I've ever had it, even though I've been to the States. I've had Popeyes yeah. maybe two, maybe three times at most. And I've not had KFC in years. So this is a weird one for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I, uh, I, I love Eugene. Yep. I think he's a really interesting guest. Yep, I love um, him. But yeah, this, this, this episode was hard for me to follow because well because I didn't I can't I don't know the difference between Popeyes and KFC so that was weird and uh 
the the other things they talked about were also things I don't really know. Like they're talking about the new King Kong mm-hmm. movie and the limited edition uh, uh, shakes yep. from Johnny Rockets, which I love Johnny Rockets, but I don't really drink shakes. So this episode was kind of irrelevant to me. It was it, it was very weird. I can see that. I thought it was. I had like a hard time paying attention. Yeah, I thought it was interesting that he that he brought the shakes to try after they had all eaten at three different <laughs> fast food chicken restaurants. It was a weird. Mitch... Si- I mean, I get it for the movie tie-in and all that, and it's fine. I'm like, yeah. I love that they liked them so much. Like there were some crazy rave reviews, especially from uh-huh. Tiger. Uh, they loved it. Yeah. They loved it, and I like that. But it just felt like in my head, I go, "Why are we talking about this?" Right. Like, particularly like, where we go, what was happening? Maybe again, this was, I was listening to it as part of like the 24 hour thing in between a couple of sentences ago. What, what's going on now? Maybe it's just my brain. Am I missing something? Right. I mean, I get it. Like, and it's, it's very cool that Eugene was in the yeah. new Kong, King Kong movie. Yeah. Uh, it, but it's still like, even as a weird way to plug that, felt like a very yeah. weird addition. Yeah. It was a weird choice. Like, it felt like that should have been the bonus segment at the end of, the ep- of our normal Doughboys episode where they yes. talk about that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But they weren't doing that, so they kind of just shoehorned it into the regular portion. Right. Yeah, I don't know why they didn't do it at the end. I don't know why they didn't do a regular segment. Yeah, they could have. would have. They easily could have, and I think it would have fit much better into the show's normal format. If they yep. And it would have been easier for me to understand. Mm-hmm. Like the format format makes format works for a reason. It's because it gives you a framework to understand what's mm-hmm. going on in the show. Yep, exactly. You know, yep. there's there's a reason. I don't know. I, I'm a like I'm a real sucker for like intros and outros of podcasts. I love recording mm-hmm. them. I love writing them and coming up with them. Um, I don't love listening to them, but I, I I do think especially like short little intros. Like I love Nick's intro bit he does. I love the routine of the beginning of the show. Um, Jordan Jesse Go, the podcast I just listened to. Uh, I especially when I first started listening to that show, I would say along with the host of that show their little intro every time they did it yeah i guess because i've never thought about it, this but know? i i do the same thing and i have i have a lot of uh i don't, I don't know the, what i was going for but the, like a positive feeling about segment introductions <laughs> and stuff in podcasts yeah like i do the same good. thing reassuring listening to stop podcasting yeah, yourself i mentioned them too yeah, yeah craig yeah. anderson i think does all the jingles for their segments and should say does he doesn't record them every week but he right, recorded right. them for them and they use them every week but yeah it's a nice little oh this is where we are on the show and you feel almost comforted by that in a weird way yeah yeah, yeah when i started my my other podcast podcast preview i like wrote all the intros and outros before i wrote anything else for the show because <laughs> it's just like fun yeah. plus i needed to know how long they were going to be so i knew how many minutes i had to fill talking about podcasts by myself. <laughs> um, it's a hard show to make guys i gotta say <laughs> seemed like a lot of work it was a great show. Yeah, it, it was yeah. too much work. I appreciate no, that, good. Rob. It was it was too much work. I was impressed at the guests that you could get for that show. It was great. Yeah, absolutely. I was shocked. I take no credit for any of that. <laughs> I wrote I wrote eight emails and five people said yes. That's crazy. And I, yeah, I can't it's I, I can't take any credit for that. Um, yeah. If you want to listen to the Doughboys and other people talk on my podcast, I did that a while ago. It was, I'm very proud of it. it. It doesn't exist anymore. Well, I, I shouldn't say that. It is on hiatus, is my official stance with that show. Hey, <laughs> Mostly because I stopped doing it without telling anybody that I was going to stop doing it. Uh, Why didn't you get those Doughboys on your show? <laughs> That's how you come back from hiatus. We could do like an episode of my, of the podcast preview, by the way. It would be... It would be but you, you can't just interview me, Rob, and Brennan. You have to interview yourself. Oh, no, I would. Too. I totally would. So, Aaron, when did you Maybe come up with the idea? Meta. Well, I, have, I, I did bring on, like, 
I did a lot of episodes where I had like fans of the show that I was talking about on to talk about mm-hmm. that show, you know? So like right. for Pete Holmes, I did You Made It Weird and I had, uh, oh, what was his name? Uh, I'm so sorry. I can't remember <laughs> this guy's name, but he was, he was a, another producer at the, at the radio station. Um, and he's a huge Pete Holmes fan. So he came on and talked about that show. Um, or for, uh, you talking you two to me, I had Claire Dickerson and Shia Carey, uh, from, um, uh, Trent talk, uh, fair or, uh, uh, Benview network buds, uh, Trent talk. Um, and I had them on to like talk about you talking you two to me, which is kind of one of the inspirations for their show. So it like tied in with their podcast, but also like they were people in the know who I could talk about you talking you two to me with for, it ended up being like an hour 15 conversation, which is like way too long for my, for that podcast. Um, uh, hold on. I got to get this guy's name. Uh, well, I hope you can get a, a quality caliber guest like the faux boys for your show. If you want it, I mean, make the request. We'll see what we can do. Yeah. It was Devin Gallagher who, who is the host of media on the radio, which is another uh, radio show here in DC. Um, I think he releases it a po- as a podcast as well, and I've been on that. So go listen to my episode of Media on the Radio, and I talk about like what podcasting means to me. Um, it's pretty cool. Yeah. So if you guys come on uh, on the podcast preview, it would be uh, right after Kevin T. Porter from Gilmore Guys, and then uh, the Faux Boys from the Faux Boys podcast about the Doughboys. Podcast. Oh, that would be amazing. Uh, would be we could do like a crossover episode. I don't know. Maybe this is an off mic conversation to be having. Uh, <laughs> Anyways, I'm about to right. talk about Eugene Gordero. I love Eugene. I think yeah, he's such he's a great, great guest really show, good. especially like by the end, like the journey he personally went on during the episode. <laughs> Weiger says it's like you just realize, oh, I've wasted an hour of my life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think Eugene's funny because he's so implacably like himself mm-hmm. or immovable. Like you know what I'm saying? Like yes. I've heard him on Who Chartered and stuff too, and. He 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 has almost like an aloofness or a distance to him that that doesn't. It's not a bad thing. Like it makes him seem, uh, uh, like he he has like integrity almost. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like he's he'll he'll participate in your podcast, but he's still Eugene yeah. Cordero. He's there. Yeah. He's he's playing along, but he's he's not necessarily buying into your bullshit. You know, and I kind of like that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a big fan of Eugene. I said it when Stanger was on, but I I listen to Dumbbells every week. I love it. Um, he is so uh, it's it's a very organic feeling show. And Should anytime I start he's listening on, to that one, what's up? Should I start listening to that one? Uh, I think it's worthwhile. I mean, I have no yeah. interest in fitness. I don't uh, really even care what they're talking about half the time right. on that show. But I just really enjoy the two of them talking, and they have. Tons and tons of great guests. So yeah, I would give awesome. it a try. I'm like skeptical. I, I I'm into fitness and, and health to an extent, but I'm skeptical of like fatty fat like fads mm-hmm. in fitness. Yeah. And I think there's always a lot of them. So I'd be worried that a lot of what they're talking about would be like I, I think when it comes down to it is you can't really talk about nutrition and fitness in medium depth. There are certain mm-hmm. things we know for sure about fitness and nutrition. Yep. There are certain things that we don't know at all for sure, and there's like a lot of research about them, and there's a lot to talk about. But I feel like what ends up happening on like health blogs and fitness blogs and things like that is it's like, turns out you got to eat acai berries to, to be healthy. Right. It turns out you got to do interval, yeah. you know, high intensity interval training to be healthy. And like, turns out cardio I, is terrible for you. Like, yeah, like, <laughs> I think they I, manage I a hard well time. on that show. I, think, I mean, again, I'm I'm no expert. 
right. you want to talk about fast food, <laughs> fast food, I'm your man, but, <laughs> uh, but I, I do think that they, they ride the line. And then they also, you know, when they have guests on the show, the conversation leans more towards what that guest is looking for and what they're there for. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. So, so I think you very much get different conversations from them. Like, you know, Gabrus is on and Gabrus is a guy that, you know, obviously knows a lot about fitness and did a lot of bodybuilding stuff at the time, but is trying to get himself back to that. Mm. The conversation more gears that way where they just had a guest on. Uh, I can't think of her name. I'm drawing a blank. Oh boy. But, uh, she really never exercised and just was trying to get, you know, back into the rhythm. It, mm-hmm. I don't need to go on about it, but it, they, there's a it lot of different, really cool. yeah, they cover a lot of different things. Um, it's just a fun show. They don't, and they don't, show, and they don't take it too seriously. I, I think it'd be a show that I subscribe to and like delete half the episodes five minutes in, you know? Yeah. Cause I have I've, a few I've, shows like that where I think I've skipped a few. Yeah. I have shows like, um, uh, baby geniuses. Sometimes somebody will come on talking about something that I just don't care mm. about. I always listen to the intro, like twenty minutes of Baby Geniuses, and sometimes I just punt after I that. Have so many um, episodes of podcasts in back catalog, like that backline yeah. improv. When I was telling you about, there are hundred episodes, and I'm at around episode seventy or so. So I know, <laughs> I, and they're like forty minutes each, 30, 40, 50, 45 minutes each. So I'm gonna get to them pretty quickly. But if I'm like not really into this comedy bang bang this week, and like, like I'm not feeling the guests, I go, oh, I've got half an hour left. Fuck it. Just delete it. I got something else I can listen to. <laughs> yeah. If it's like yeah. stop podcast stuff and I don't know the guest, I'll give them like 10 minutes. And if I'm not like, eh, I can just give it because I know yeah. I've got so much to listen to. I'm not going to be alive first... forever. <laughs> I've yeah, I've had to switched. start, I've had ahead, to start cutting things out of my, my feeds and cues yeah. here yeah. and there, especially as I've added more shows. Yeah. Uh, I just the, dumped a bunch of shows. Yeah. The like eight or nine days I spent only listening to The Adventure Zone a few weeks back. Mm. I had so much in my backlog that I just decided, like, uh, you know, like, stop podcasting yourself. I don't really know that guest. I'm just going to delete it. Yeah. You know, oh, yep. you know, hope I don't miss anything great. But I, I'll give them ten <laughs> minutes just, if I don't know them. I'll give them a shot. Maybe they'll be someone I love now. Um, yeah. I'll give them yeah, 10, yeah. minutes. If I'm, I'm not like, eh, it's okay. I, I have no problem with it. I'll give it a shot. Mm-hmm. I've I missed a lot switched. of. I've missed a lot of never not funny and comedy bang bang in the last couple months. They're hard to keep up yeah. with, man. I keep up with Never Not Funny because it's it's a show that, uh, like, I'm bought into the personalities and, and storyline of it all now, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, like, I, I've started listening to shows more that make me feel like I'm checking in with my friends than shows where I feel like I'm <laughs> taking in art, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Which is part of why I've moved Comedy Bang Bang way down my, my listening order. Um, I love Comedy Bang Bang. I think it's sometimes, like, very, very, very mm-hmm. good. Um, but I don't... It doesn't make me feel warm and fuzzy. It just makes me feel impressed, and, and it makes me laugh. It's yeah. funny, you know. Yeah. But the the shows I'm you know really listening to now are shows like all the McElroy shows because I'm just like bought into that universe now, and I just like want my friends to talk to me. You know, Morph Club that we've talked about, Rob. Yep. Um, you know, never not funny for me. Spilled Milk, the other food podcast I always talk about that I highly recommend. Um, these are shows where. Like the personalities are kind of endearing and lovable, and so you can just uh, for me, I just like to listen to those and and I'm hanging out with my friends instead of um, a lot of improv for humans and comedy bang bang and things like that where it's like so I have that, but in a very unique specific way for one podcast. It's two local comedians, Spencer Thompson and Miguel Gote have the food podcast. I mentioned here before chew on that, 
Uh, I say it's different because well, I know them. I especially know Spencer uh, just from different right. shows, and I'll hang out when chatting. And um, but three weeks in a row, they have specifically mentioned me by name, full name, and told <laughs> me to do something for the show. <laughs> hey, Brian, can you uh, figure out exactly yeah. all the backstory we've given this non-existent person who works on our show as an unpaid intern? Uh, chart all the things we've said about her and create like a thing for her, a backstory for her for us. Hey, Brian, they were talking about bagels <laughs> and like the dimensions, like the X, Y, Z axis of a perfect bagel. And, like, hey, Brian Edwards, can you chart that for us and send it to us? <laughs> so like I'll find all these images that, and I'll though. throw them at them. And like it's weird that they may- I go, I feel like, is anyone else getting this? Like this is so weird for You're me. there, Joe Blankenship. Like, yes. Like <laughs> <laughs> Joe Blankenship, like top tier, never not funny yeah. fan. Like before, like uh, when I got into the Foam Corner, which is the the podcast fan Facebook group that we're all that we all know each other from, uh, and I saw Joe Blankenship kind of floating around in there. I was like, oh my god, it's Joe Blankenship from Never Not Funny, because he's just <laughs> you know like yeah. he got gotten mentioned yeah. a couple of times by by Jimmy Pardo. Yeah, he's like it's uh, like the Nathan Diffie on Swatani Nation, and you're. Yeah, Pooler mm-hmm. on Comedy Bang Bang, we're like just keep coming <laughs> up in a little conversation. It's a weird feeling, and I know it's not yep. Comedy Bang Bang. It's not all these huge shows there, you know, and it's pretty much local, very small market. But I just love whenever cool, they mention though. me. It's just been a goddamn delight. Well, I love. It's great to feel like a part yeah. of a community. That's one of the things I loved about the radio station I was with uh, on Podcast Preview. Um, because like it felt like a little yeah. community. It was this indie radio station. Like there were so many like cool people there, real like nerds for media and stuff like that. Where I was like, I have so much to learn from all these people. They're all really smart. They're all really interesting. They all have fascinating stuff to say. Um, you know, people who like get media passes for like mm-hmm. things that they go cover for the media now. You know yeah. what I mean? It's it's really cool stuff. Um, and so I used to listen to shows there that that I wouldn't have necessarily uh, subscribed to. Uh, if I didn't know anything about it, but because I felt like a part of the community, it felt so much more cool to be to be a part of it. You know what I mean? There's a great image it got posted around a lot of a poster of some friends hanging out, like laughing, drinking milkshakes, something like that. And the the picture is someone sitting in front of that poster, laughing as if they were all hanging out together. That's, and that's the, amazing. The, tag, the, the text on the image is what listening to podcasts is like, or something to that effect. <laughs> I love that. Exactly. What it is. Well, there's also that that picture I've seen float around on Twitter a couple of times, with the caption is like, "What it's like when there are two women are talking and one guy is faving all the tweets, mm-hmm. and it's two women like sitting there on a park bench chatting, and a guy just standing behind them eating an ice cream yes. cone, just like like paying attention." <laughs> oh. uh, but that's how uh, I feel when it, I when I like a bunch of comments in a thread. I'm not yeah, in. exactly, and then I feel weird about it. I feel it. like I'm intruding. Yeah. These two friends talking, a hundred percent. I feel yeah. I, f- I I will like anything if it's in like a group, like a private group. If it's on like public newsfeed, I, I try to be a little more selective. I mean, I don't. I just don't want to be weird. You know, I'll like I like what I like. You know, but don't have to defend yourself, Aaron. It's all right. You like what you like. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I do what I have to do. It's a bad boy. Uh, all weird. right. Do you guys want to say anything else about this this episode? I I, I really it have nothing to one, say about it. It was a weird one, and I I kind of love after two weeks of unanimous decisions that it was a three way split. Yes, Weiger, could not have been more perfect. Weiger tipped his hand <laughs> way early in the episode, got called out on it. Yeah, uh, and then the, I thought I liked their resolution of like who's your number two, and they kind of just like yeah. a graded system that way, rather than just kind of force through 
one of them. Like why? Yeah, I was I was very yeah. I was very worried when there was a three way tie that they would like push that all the way through into yeah. the next like all three chickens against who I think they were worried that Susser was going to have an emergency doughboy announcement yeah. and make them do a tiebreaker or something so I think yeah. no, we have to resolve this now we can't have a tie yeah. I was, they definitely aren't leaning into the absurd bracket shenanigans as much as they did last I time I think around. they're terrified well there's there's still room for, for that's true <laughs> we, we, you never know as the bracket shenanigans were one of my favorite yeah. parts about the last tournament. Yeah. When Evan Sester called in to announce an emergency mini episode and they lost their minds, I lost my mind. Like he did, like <laughs> that was a perfect <laughs> podcast moment. It was beautiful. So good. We, I, I, I wonder if we should all go back and listen to the uh, last tournament of champions at some point. Here. Do a do a special episode that. on that. Listen. Maybe if we get to a regular, relatively regular listening yeah. schedule, we can do I like that. that. Maybe in yeah. the summer or something like that. I'd like a little re-listen. Yeah. 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 I do have when we're not burned out on this tournament, exactly. right? Um, hey, so yeah. far I'm loving this. Oh, one. me too. Oh, me too. I love me everything too. about it so far. Uh, Although I am less bought into it than I was in, like I care less than yeah. I did about the burger. Yeah, that's an, I'm a Well, I think of, it's. Uh, yeah. I think maybe because it's so spread out across all types of chicken, yeah. and I and I do wonder how that's gonna. Like, I'm very interested to see how you put a Wendy's chicken sandwich up against chicken nuggets yeah. and and a piece of fried chicken breast. It's, it's gonna get. It's gonna get weird. It's gonna get very contentious. Too. Like very contentious. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious to see where it all goes. Yeah. Uh, for me, these three I, these three chains. I don't think I've ever had churches. Uh, I haven't had KFC in like a decade, and I've had um, Popeyes like twice. I don't really like Popeyes. I find it too greasy. Whoa! Whoa. How dare you? I too, I just, <laughs> part of it too. Sorry, Rob's apartment. Something else just got smashed. I know it. <laughs> it's a disaster. Like, I think it's part of it is the location stuff they talk about. Like, the locations I've been to all felt very, like, run-down-ish. Like, they don't feel very yeah, nice. That's, yeah, that was actually the issue I had when they did the last, the, the actual Churches episode. Yeah. Uh, for me to go to a Churches, the nearest one, I had to go to a very, very sketchy, yeah, sketchy. That's run-down. Like, like, all of the businesses around it yeah. were boarded up. And I feel like I got a low quality churches experience, whereas I've had good ones in the past. Yeah. Um, and I think Popeyes, churches, Popeyes can vary a lot with that too. My churches. my churches is in a nice food court, and it's still shitty inside. It's a weird, weird, <laughs> yeah. dim lit place. It's really bizarre. So I think I mean that's also the only churches I've ever been to or seen. I it's I don't know where other churches are. Uh, but it, I, I get the the impression it's kind of a weird. I, I, I was going to make a Jewish joke there. It's like, why would you? <laughs> <laughs> Thought better about that. that. No, it's funny. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's good. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, as far as like, I I love 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 Popeyes. Uh, Popeyes. 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 I, I always have. Uh, I tend to get the spicy strips over over the bone in mm-hmm. chicken mm-hmm. because I think they're. The quality on the bone-in can kind of waver, you know, with whether it's location yeah. or what, I don't know. But I feel like the strips are always very consistent. I love their sides, but I know the sides the stay on the sidelines. What about uh, drinks, though? The drinks stay in the Gatorade cooler, also on the sidelines. Okay, all right. Um, whereas KFC, KFC, I think your your quality mm-hmm. is more standardized. Mm-hmm. I just don't think it's as good. Yep. And I think their sides are all very yeah. bland. Yeah, I agree. They're just kind of, they're fine. They're average. They're but generic. I, I can't stand their coleslaw. That grainy. Yeah. Oh, I don't, yeah. Stuff, I can't stand it. 
I think everything there, I, whereas I think Popeye's is very, you know, I know sidelines, but just in general, they, there's more flavor and, and, and interesting food there. Um, churches is fine. I, if, if I were to rate them, I would go Popeye's, churches, KFC. Mm-hmm. Um, but churches and KFC to me are pretty close. Okay. Uh, I was glad the Popeyes won in the end, although, uh, like like we said, I was very shocked when it wound up in a three way tie. Yeah, I, I, that was a great yeah. moment. I did enjoy it. Was that a moment. rare. I, I liked the resolution. I thought it was really fair to rank what would be your one, two, three. All right, whatever has the most points, move forward, and end yeah. up being Popeyes, which is nice. Yeah, and I also think they did a very surprisingly good job at not getting confused by their own rating system. <laughs> yes. Yeah. No. They, to be yeah. A, they handled issue. it very well. They still have to clarify yeah. that by sending it to the devil is a good thing, which I love that they have to clarify that <laughs> every goddamn time. And Mitch's <laughs> absurd attempt to simplify it, it was so beautiful and so stupid. Right. I don't want them to change it. I like this. Send it down to the devil. They convert the devil into an angel. That's that's the nit. That's all you need to know about it. It's simple enough. Yeah. Great. I love it. So how do we feel about ratings for this set? What was that, Rob? I was was saying the same thing. How do you feel about this one, Aaron? How do I feel about this one? Gotta say, not my favorite. Um, I admit some bias uh, coming Mm -hmm. into that because I didn't care about any of the content. Um, I would have enjoyed a little more structure. I would have enjoyed a little more about restaurants that I care Mm -hmm. about, but I I can't knock the episode for that. Um, but that said, I can't really give it points if it's if I didn't really like it that much. So for a perfectly serviceable but unremarkable episode of Doughboys, I give this episode three bad hashtags. Wow. All right. Wow. Wow. Rob, what do you think? Uh, I like this one. I, I even though I've I've been to all these chicken places, I also still thought it was a little like you're talking about the exact same food at three different restaurants a little much. They kind of got hung up on spicy or not spicy. I don't think it really matters. Yeah. Um, I'd love Eugene. Um, but I don't know the, 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 the food conversation kind of dragged a little bit. I would give this one, I think I'd go three and a half bad hashtags. Wow. 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 Uh, for me, I know it's a weird thing. I haven't had churches. It's been ages since I've had KSC. I've had Popeye's not crazy. Um, so I didn't mind the conversation because I knew what they were talking about. It felt very somewhat clear to me. I understood the concept of dark meat versus white feet. I like that debate. Spicy versus not spicy. I was okay with that this time. I really like Eugene as a guest. I like that he just was like almost like frustrated <laughs> by the absurd scoring system at the end. Like yeah. he yelled at Mitch when Mitch was like, hey, what do you think? Should it be this? Like, this is your thing. Why are you asking me? Like he just got angry at him. It was hilarious. Um so Weiger was especially uh, very eloquent with his wording. I would love when he has overly complicated sentences and he loves his really flowery words. I thought, I don't know, for some reason it really stuck out to me this week. The, the milkshake segment felt out of place. It should have been its own segment. It was weird. Yeah. Um, but I liked Eugene. I loved the ending with the ratings when they had a three-way tie. I thought that was so much fun. It's what I love in the tournament. Uh, so for that and the way they broke the tie, I'm going to give it three and a half bash ha- bad hashtags. Wow. Bash tags. Yeah. You just call them bash, bash tags. tags. Bash tags. Oh, let's not change <laughs> our rating system now, too. God damn it. <laughs> Basketballs. Jesus. Yeah. Now I'm smashing. No, we should have changed it just for the Tournament of Champions. <laughs> 
perfect. Uh, all right. So, oh, we didn't mention one of these episodes came out on a Monday for yes. some fucking reason. Yes, for the for the never explained like for the whole of March. Yeah. We're getting two episodes a week. Um, plus and the double. Plus the Doughboys yep. double. Plus the double. So three. A so week we're getting March. three episodes of Doughboys yep. a week. I'm That's not too complaining. Much. No, no, it's too many episodes. No, it isn't. No. <laughs> All right. Well, maybe we'll have to record again next Sunday just to keep our backlog down. Um, or next weekend, we'll talk about it off the microphone. Yes. Um, all right, let's jump into the Doughboys Double, the uh, the, uh, the the Patreon supporters only episode of Doughboys. This is the first ever episode of these. It's also the first episode ever recorded at uh, Casa del Gato. There's a hundred names uh, for that place at this point, <laughs> and I don't think that was even one no. of them. No, uh, I hope that it changes every hundred yeah, percent. Yes, <laughs> I'm sure eventually they'll come. They'll they'll land on something and and just go with it. <laughs> Um, what did you guys think of the uh, Fat Chance Kitchen episode it. with Evan Susser? I loved the bonus episode. I loved everything about it. Uh, Susser and the shit he pulled on this was like A-game stuff for him. Um, Hilarious. Was, like his proclamations at the beginning, uh, his like the the overarching like non-resolved storyline of a possible <laughs> censure against Wendy's because the tournament winning cup is named after Dave Thomas and this is under investigation, still <laughs> so fucking good. This is what I love about the tournament, what I love about Doughboys, and what I love when, yep. like, Rob and I were talking offline separate from the conversation because you were behind, I think Brendan was behind, so we had our own side oh, conversation yeah. about this because we were ahead of you guys, but how much, <laughs> this is, like, perfect Susser. Like, when Susser, like, is oh, an yeah. agent of chaos in the show, where he throws spoilers yeah. at them to make them, like, kind of dance, and it's, yeah. this is a yeah. perfect example of that. Susser was perfect here. Yeah. Well, and also later taking away Nick's yes. vote from this episode. <laughs> yeah, yes. oh, yeah. Like, so perfect. <laughs> and I think it makes me realize how much of a force mm-hmm. Susser is in these tournament yep. champions to make that chaos yep. happen. Because Nick really wants to keep it on track. Mitch does not want to make his own life any more complicated mm-hmm. than it already is. So Susser's the one who's there, just Loki, like, yep. you know, throwing wrenches into the works of, of And this, I like that he, that he has this weird power over the show where... You can neutralize yeah, the they host just let vote, and they let him do yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, amazing. It's great. He They're brought so his own game. guest in. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> I loved the uh, I loved the phone call with uh, with Mike Carlson, where yeah. he goes the the Doughboys thing, and Mike just so perfectly played. Just goes like, "Oh, is that still going yeah. on?" <laughs> <laughs> uh, Nick lost it. I think. I mean, I think Nick and Mitch believed it. <laughs> yeah. As soon as he said that, I'm gonna bring. I go. So funny. He's gotta be there ready. He's gotta be. He's gotta be. Like would do that. I I believed it. I bought it. I totally bought it. I love that he recused himself, (laughs) but he stayed in the apartment anyway. He just hung out, sat on the couch, yes, and like they like (laughs) just waddling over now to talk in the mic. Yeah, I love the. It used to be you know him in the other room, Mm -hmm. you know outside of the recording booth or whatever, wherever they do it at Feral. And now he's just, you know, across the room. Yeah, at the couch out. while they're all at the dining room table or whatever. Oh, yeah. I so funny. It. Yeah, this was this was Susser doing what Susser does at his at his peak. Yeah. I, so Susser's three announcements in this episode were that the side that sides do not stay on the sidelines and drinks do not stay in the Gatorade cooler, uh, cooler also on the sidelines in the yeah. Doughboys double. Um, or rather in the Fat Chance mm-hmm. Kitchen. Uh, yeah, and then Wendy's uh, being under censure. <laughs> yes. Um, and then recusing himself because of, I don't remember why. Why did he recuse himself? Conflict of interest yeah. or something? 
I don't remember what his, his justification yeah. was it, but it basically was conflict of interest. Yeah, and it was it, as uh, as commissioner of the tournament. You can't. I guess you can't, so. Yeah. You can't show a bias. I guess so. That's fair. Yeah. I mean, I. That's yeah, fair. I, I buy. I'll. I buy any excuse for him to do something like that, where he brings another guest without them knowing about it. I mean, it's genius. And he, he could have said anything. Like, yeah, I'm fine with it. This is fine. And I think Mike Mike Carlson was a good guest. He was a good Doughboys guest. Yeah. 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 I, Has had he been on? Yeah, he was on for the uh, Margaritaville That's right, yeah. episode oh, in the yes. Rocktoberfest, which oh, wow. I loved because he was so passionate about Jimmy Buffett for right. in such a fun, weird way. I love it. He's so, and that's actually now that you mentioned it, that's what made me remember him because he started talking about Jimmy Buffett. Yeah. He was like, "Oh yeah, this is that weird, interesting guy from the Margaritaville." Episode. <laughs> By the way, the Doughboys Patreon is up to. Drum roll, seven thousand three hundred eighty-five dollars wow. a month. A month they're getting that. Yeah, that's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. A month. Yeah. This means that I better not hear Mitch bitching about having to do the show ever again, right? <laughs> that's about eighty thousand dollars a year. Or maybe I want to do. I want him to do it even more. <laughs> wow, that's so crazy. Good. good for them. Good yeah. for them. We're yeah. getting a lot more. I really love we're getting that. a lot more content out. You know, they're like splitting the episode times, like they're an hour each now rather than two hours for one yeah. episode. Um, that's perfectly fair. I'm fine with that. I'm fine yeah. with that. That's just yeah, yeah. getting I'm cool three episodes for the duration of the tournament. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, they're definitely earning yeah. their money. Um, I'm so curious about how the the breakdown of this money works on the back end, as I'm sure Farrell is involved in the mm-hmm. Patreon. Yeah. Yeah, I would imagine. Um, yeah, and then I don't know what Patreon takes from mm-hmm. that initially. I I know that that information is out there somewhere because I've read about it in the past, but yeah. The Patreon gets a little bit, Farrell's getting a little bit, and then I guess and all that. I would be. I mean, but I, I hope Nick and Mitch get to pocket because yeah. they they pay out of pocket for the meals, each, and if know? they go with the guests, they pay for the guest meals. Yeah. Um, unless yeah. you tell them two hours before and make them drive around the city. I liked. <laughs> I really <laughs> liked going going back a little bit to the first episode we talked about. Um, when Fran was complaining and, oh, yeah. and Mitch just says, well, I'm going to write you a check for $100 or whatever. Give her $100. <laughs> Vimeo or whatever, $100. And like, Hilarious. Yeah. That was so good. So funny. So good. Oh, Mitch. Man, I did not expect that number to be that high. I thought like, because last time I looked was a couple weeks ago and it was at like $4,000 a month. Yeah. It's blowing up. Good oh my them. gosh. It's cool. I'm very happy yeah. for them. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's great. Yeah, this is a great start to the, the, the Doughboys doubles. Uh, it's, it's yeah, perfect way to start. It's well worth for me. Like it was five bucks well spent just for that one episode alone. Let alone the other ones we're gonna get this month. Yeah, so I'm yeah. 100% on board. yeah, absolutely. And I'm happy just to be able to support the show. Yep. Yeah, me for too. sure. Aside from just the t-shirts I got, I've got one t-shirt. Yeah. My t-shirt hasn't shown up yet. By the way, that's that. crazy. I got mine pretty quickly. Yeah, I may never get it. But well, that's check fine. with Teespring or whatever. I'm sure you get them. I should. I should oh, email them. Um, but yeah, I mean, I like to. I like to. For shows that that allow me a way to donate mm-hmm. and and support the show, I like to do that. I'm doing it for Doughboys. I'm doing it for I donate to Max Fun. Yeah, I'm waiting. Um, I'm waiting for this next uh, Max Fun drive this month so I can get back on board with that. I think. I, yeah. I did it for a year and then I stopped and and I think I'll be back yeah. on it. I kind of want to upgrade, but like I don't know if I. I'm, I don't know if I'm that rich. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know tough. if I can be a patron of every yeah, podcast all all the time. You know? Because I also I would love to pay for the. Uh, the Never Not Funny Players Club, get the video and all that. I would love that. Yeah. Um, I just don't know if I'm quite there yet. Plus, uh, Spilled Milk, who I've been mentioning, um, the other food podcast, they have uh, 
uh, a, a, a subscription service, and I believe what do they call it? The highest membership you can get on Spilled Milk is called a Magnum Bonum Sustaining Member, which I think is just the funniest possible like membership pun you can come up with. Um, but you know, for I, I I love to support the shows that I can yeah, support. Me too. So. They haven't done a, 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 a drive in a while, spilled milk. But the next time they do, I'll probably I'll probably upgrade there too. Get myself a mug or a tote bag or something. Yeah. Yeah, I was happy to support um, this. It was a great start to the episode. I love the whole concept. I loved it when they announced it. Fat Chance Kitchen is a great addition to the Tournament of Champions. Great idea. I loved the that we're going to get the losers bracket coming in to the end of the show proper. Um, I like this fight. I mean, again, it seemed like a pretty obvious one, but I didn't mind. I thought uh, uh, there it was an interesting match. That I love the argument about going again versus not going. I've already been. I don't need to buy them again. So like so why are oh, I bought it again? And <laughs> just Mitch is so angry. No, I've already. I'm not eating there again. I know what the food is. Yeah, I, I actually. I thought that that was a very fair argument uh, on his end. If you know, especially having just had yeah, them the week before exactly. or yeah. the same yeah. week, you know, right. I, I went out just you know, and I I've been doing this low carb with moderate success, but a lot of a lot of slip ups here mm-hmm. and there. And I definitely like I went out and had Wendy's spicy chicken. I had a little Popeyes, um, but I wouldn't if Wendy's came up three times in the championship. Not going three times. I wouldn't necessarily need to go. Well, no. I would yeah. I would do Wendy's three times, but nobody else. <laughs> yeah, I, I kind of want to. I, I got to keep up with this, but I, I want to probably make sure I've eaten everything that's in the championship. So depending on what makes it in there, uh, there's some things that are still in contention that I haven't tried. So, get on that. you know, I think maybe wait till the, the quarterfinals or the finals, yeah. you know, maybe and, like the final four or whatever. Yeah. Right? I don't think you have to have Buffalo Wild Wings and Wingstop unless you're already no. familiar, but whichever one wins, um, I'd give it a try. Yeah. Yeah, I do. I actually like both of those places, but I, I oh, okay. prefer Wingstop only because it's easier to order like a few wings, boneless wings for yourself at Wingstop than it is at Buffalo Wild Wings. Buffalo Wild Wings is a whole thing, you know. I agree. Well, we're not talking about boneless well, wings. We're talking about chicken wings. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's save this for next week. Jesus. Yeah. We, uh, <laughs> all right, all right. Yeah. This is going to be a conversation. Um, I, have, I have a lot of feelings about it. <laughs> Nick's choice about this weird panda thing remind me again oh yeah bing the bing rap oh yeah 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 Yeah. oh very very controversial i don't think think he should have done that i mean in his mind i I could see an argument for the fat chance kitchen being a place for experimentation see i wouldn't go with that my argument for him would be i just had the proper version last week i'm going again just to honor the fat chance kitchen tournament but i'll mix it up a little bit yeah that's valid that's valid. Yeah. I think that but I this, do think it. Go ahead. To me, this kind of lines up with going back last year to the uh, burger brawl when he got the he had In and Out and he got it on the lettuce wrap, whatever they call it, yeah. protein yeah, style. Yeah. Protein style. No, yeah. oh, wider. It, it's you know, I don't know. Like I already said that you know I kind of support Mitch's you know skipping skipping it after having just eaten it, so I can't get too upset. But but getting a <laughs> Getting your chicken in a weird Chinese crepe, I think, is a weird Yeah, I decision. almost think that's worse than skipping it. Yeah. As far as, like, integrity if, for the tournament. If, if Mitch hadn't skipped it, I'd be like, oh, why are you doing? But both had, you know, yeah. quote-unquote, yeah. cheated in a way. So it 
even things out for me, especially since it's but it, was, it was worth it because then they they kicked his vote out. Yeah, that was, <laughs> was fucking. That was such a beautiful moment. That. Oh, I love the way he just took it too. It was so funny. I love. Yeah, I, love, yeah, I loved all those little moments too. You know, you know, uh, well, you know. If I could have voted, I would have voted for you. So like, well, you don't. Get yeah, to, and they so kept harping on it. Both of them. It. it was so good. <laughs> So and, he, and he, like, he knowingly was going, yeah, well, if I could, but like, no, no, no. Like, he kept bringing it up. Yeah, nope. <laughs> uh, that was great. Yeah, for me. I enjoyed this for one. For me. All right, you guys want to, you guys have anything else you wanted to cover in this episode? I, it was, it was uh, relatively unmomentous, uh, despite its, its existence as an entirely new thing. And I wonder if we will see more re- recurring segments and, and jokes from the Doughboys I'm double. I'm excited to see where they kind of, because um, they're still kind of figuring out what the format will be like. They might not do not, they might do non-food stuff, or they might do yeah. yeah. I think that was kind of the, the topic of conversation. I, I actually thought the the other week when they did the episode of just the two of them, and they shoehorned in, in and out a little mm-hmm. bit, I think for some reason I had the thought of, you know, I think it was something they could do that would be a lot of fun as an aside, would be to just do a full feedback episode. Yeah, that would be fun. Yeah, I like should, that. And I think that would be a perfect uh, Doughboys double. should 100% they, they, suggest that to them on Twitter. Yes. 100%. Yes. Absolutely. All I'll right, retweet I'm, it. Oh, there you go. You just got it on the show. Um, Aaron's going to retweet it. <laughs> the, oh, yeah, with all my Twitter clout. Exactly. Um, there you go. Uh, what was I going to say? I, I think they need to be careful because – what I don't want it to end up being like is uh, another podcast that, that Brian, I know you're also a big fan of, is the worst mm-hmm, idea yeah. of all time. Um, amazing show. Uh, you've hung out with those guys uh, famously. Famously, yes. um, I interviewed them on my podcast, less famously. Uh, and they're really, really funny, really gracious, uh, very generous to have allowed me to talk to them. Um, but they do they do a podcast where every week they watch the same movie for a year and then they talk about it on their podcast. And they also have started releasing an additional episode called The Friend Zone where they just kind of take care of the business you have to take care of with the podcast, you know. But what it what it ends up being is less conversation about and with fans and more thanks to this person for this theme song, thanks to this person mm-hmm. for this thing, thanks to this person for that thing, just like an extended plug segment yeah. almost. Um, and I love the Worst Idea of All Time podcast, but I don't listen to that friend zone portion because there's nothing really well, you should. I'll, so I'll I, find I, the episode that you have to listen to because they talked about me extensively on one of them. <laughs> really? I was ranked on a list of fans of the show. I came in second. <laughs> second to oh, Lynn. Man. Who came in first? Lynn Millen Miranda came in first. Oh, fuck Well, that. you know what? I think that's fair. <laughs> yeah. I, if you're going to be I mean, number Lin-Win, two, that's not a bad number one to be they behind. They could not have gushed yeah. about me more ridiculously. It was too funny. I was dying the entire time. <laughs> I didn't know Lynn was a fan of the worst idea I of all time. I think he's tweeted about it. Nice. I think it's amazing. That's cool. Yeah, yeah no I, agree. I, I can Lin- see I mean, yeah. I don't want it to be, uh, like you were saying, just almost plugs. I think that it's a fun format experiment for them. They could really change it week to week. One week they could talk about a yeah. movie that, they, like a Star Wars movie they just saw. Their week they could just do a, a feedback episode. Another week they could just do. I had an idea. I thought this might be a fun tournament for them to do at some other point in the year. Um, my idea was like second chances, where they go back to the change that mm. they gave low scores to across the board, like a two and under, I or like something that like that. A lot. 
just to see if they can yeah. redeem someone can redeem themselves in some way. Uh, maybe they could do it on this instead, instead of a separate tournament. Or who knows? But I thought it'd be a fun show. I mean, it might make them have to go back to Caro's, which would be hilarious. Oh god, <laughs> so funny. <laughs> oh boy. Um, yeah, I, I, I think that there will be some really special things to come out of the Doughboys mm-hmm. double, and probably also some, some. Oh, it'll be some be, with experimentation comes yeah, consistency. Yeah, there'll be some clunkers um, in there, but that's the fun of a new venture, yeah. right? We're trying something yeah. new. It's fun. But I'm, I'm excited to see yeah, what they come too. up with. All right, folks. We're closing in on the two-hour mark here. What do you say we uh, rate this episode and and let let their let our listeners go back <laughs> okay. to their lives? <laughs> I'll start off here. Um, uh, I really like this one. Do, hold oh, on. Right, do so. we do we give the Doughboys double the same? Is it also bad hashtags, or do Ooh, they have a different rating different system? Right. Yeah, let's do something different. What? Oh, damn. Uh, I, what's a what's a classical Doughboys? Well, uh, what's something that's um, maybe like. Like something on the tournament related, like proclamations. Yeah, exactly. yeah, it could be like proclamations uh, or something. Or, or yeah, bracket exceptions. Brackets. Or, uh, hmm. so, or some sort of something with do with Susser being an agent of chaos. Commissioner intercessions. <laughs> Commissioner chaos. No, yeah, an item. We can work on that. Yeah. Let's just give it. Okay. Uh, an asterisk next to a bash hashtag, and we'll replace it. Don't know. Or we could give it chicken nuggets. <laughs> Just out of five chicken nuggets. All right. <laughs> Go <to> that, <laughs> All right. For me, for this What'd one, you think, Brian? I, this is a perfect start to this new format, this new venture. There's Susser was a fantastic agent of chaos, proclamations, censuring Nick Weiger, uh, bringing in a surprise guest. I'm going to give it five chicken nuggets. This is fantastic. I loved it. Wow. 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 I, How about you, Rob? I, uh, I, I'm right there with you. I... I thought this was a phenomenal episode. Uh, I could not be happier about my Patreon subscription. Mm-hmm. Uh, just a throw, wagger, or a susser throwing wrenches and everything. I, I used to not really care for it, but now I live for it. And, <laughs> and he did a fantastic job. I would also give this one five uh, chicken nuggets. Wow. wow. Yeah, this was a, a phenomenal start to the Doughboys double. Uh, I I like what they're doing. I think it was a great thing. I loved the looseness that came with kind of being at Mitch's yeah. house and it all being their friends. You know, um, I thought the food conversation was was good enough on this episode, but I just love the the, the shenanigans of it all. Uh, I thought it was great. Uh, so I am also going to give it five chicken. So Doughboys Double One Fat Chance Kitchen, welcome to the Platinum Nugget Club. All right. We can't eat those. And if uh, if you like this show, and if you're, I can't imagine if you're listening to this show, you aren't a bigger fan of that show. But uh, definitely check out the Patreon. It is at Patreon.com/slash/Doughboys. Yeah, it's five bucks a month. If you you tip your bartender a dollar a drink, tip your podcast host a dollar an episode. That's uh, that's the way Judge, uh, Jordan Morris describes it, and I think it's a really it's a good way for me to to think about paying for something that I don't. I, have. I would have been happy if this was the only double we had this month. If I paid five dollars for that, yep. I honestly would have been happy with that. But I'm getting like three, four more of these. So like, fine, do it, do what you want. We're gonna get our money yep. for sure. Well, all right. Thanks for listening to Foboys, the podcast about Doughboys, the podcast about chain restaurants. Uh, I'm on Twitter at Aaron Staley. The podcast is on Twitter at Foboys Pod, F-A-U-X-B-O-I-S-P-O-D. 
I am on Twitter at CoconutPhone77. Follow me on Facebook, too, if you want. I'm on Twitter. What's up? Follow me on Facebook, too, if you want. I'll friend you. If you like the show, I'll friend you. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, I'll totally be your friend. Uh, I'm on <laughs> I'm on Twitter at Sigma Libs, and if you have any drops for the show, you can send those <laughs> no. drops to FullBoysDrops at gmail.com. Nice. That's right. That's um, right. And if you have any any emails for the show, you can send those to uh, FullBoysPod at gmail.com. Uh, what else? Brendan is B Drish uh, on Twitter. Uh, on Twitter. Uh, yeah, I don't I don't know. Did I say something? What? I thought it was just the three of us. Never mind. Yeah, no, I I must have like that was weird. I was must have been thinking about another podcast or something. Um, follow the Doughboys at Doughboys Pod. Uh, donate to their Patreon. Come on, yeah, give give them give them money. They deserve it. I would love for the Doughboys to be their full time job one day. God, and I think that would kill them. Well, they could get like personal trainers and stuff, like how movie stars are all like super in good shape because it's part of their work, you know. Uh, yeah, great episode. Thanks for listening, Thank guys. A great episode. By the way, always good when you're when you finished an episode of a podcast to to tell everybody that uh, that it's been a great episode. Um, actually, we do have a a missive in the uh, in the uh, in the feedback today. What do we call it? We don't have a name for it. Uh, what 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 we needed we needed we need to open up the segment somehow. What do we call our feedback? I don't know. Shoot. The faux bag? No. Faux bag. Perfect. <laughs> That's what it is. Uh, it's time for a regular segment. We value your feedback. Your faux back. Let's open up the faux bag. Uh, this is from uh, listener Brendan. Hi, faux boys. I'm a longtime listener, first time emailer. I'm a big fan of all of you except for Brian. Uh, like, does he even do anything? I think he's arguably the least necessary faux boy. Just my opinion. Anyhow, I was reading an article online about Tillman Fertitta, a billionaire who owns such chain restaurants as Bubblegum Shrimp Company, Rainforest Cafe, and McCormick and & Schmicks, and how he believes that the city of San Francisco shouldn't be able to mandate that a restaurant must pay for their employees' health care. My question to all of you is, what sort of behavior from a chain owner would make you no longer patronize their restaurants? Personally, I don't eat at Chick-fil-A or Papa John's because of their political stances. What about you boys? Love the podcast. Uh, anonymous listener. Uh, who, who I already said his name, Brendan. Well, Brendan, <laughs> despite you being a garbage person from what I can tell, I agree with your personal stances. If there's any sort of donating to homophobic causes, uh, that's a big problem for me, personally. Uh, there are other ones, too, I'm sure, but those are like an individual case-by-case basis off the top of my head. If you're donating to like anything with family in the name, is going to be probably problematic. <laughs> family first, families only, whatever. It's probably very homophobic. So anything like that. So yeah, Chick Fil A, thumbs down. Yeah, I'm definitely with you there. Also, the I refuse to do business at Papa John's because of a variety of, of weird reasons about that guy. Um, what I will say, kind of going the other direction, um, I had recently seen an article about Mike Illich who uh, had started Little Caesars, mm-hmm. and he's done a lot of really great yeah. things throughout the year, and I, or throughout his lifetime, uh, including paying for Rosa yeah. Parks' rent for over 20 years. Oh, wow. Uh, in Detroit. Um, and I, when I hear things like that, it, I really mm-hmm. want to throw more business yeah. their way, uh, even if he also owns the uh, Detroit Red Wings who can go to hell and die in a fire. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think that that's a great man. 
I think that the Doughboys should rename the uh, Dave Thomas Cup to the Mike Elledge oh, Cup. Oh, yeah, 100%. I, like I swear <laughs> to God, you need to send that to Doughboys and tag Susser on that. Do it. For sure. I actually, so I actually tweeted that at them uh, a little while back before uh, Susser had even brought up the uh, issues with Do the it again. It's current perfect. name. I love that. Uh, so maybe I need to yep. push it a little more. But Did you tag Susser in it? I did not, so maybe I should retweet yeah, and it then and get him in there. Aaron can retweet it, and you, you've got it. It's, it's done. Yeah, yeah then, you'll, <laughs> yes. yeah, then I'll Aaron my will make it clock. happen. My, my tens of followers. Uh, yeah, I mean, I agree. I, I Like I said before, I try not to patronize businesses run by bad people, but I also... It's hard when it's a big corporation. It's a big corporation, and there's a lot With, of bad like, people out there. multiple levels of ownership. Like, you can trace back ownership yeah. to, like, any number of things that you had no idea about yeah so i don't get too hung up on it for the most part you know i get i get worried about stuff when it's on a a closer level to me and i think it's like in politics where like you're supposed to pay attention to local politics but everyone actually pays attention to like national politics you know i think the same thing probably applies you know pay you know pay attention to support local businesses that you respect and and that do good things for the community uh and if you go fast food you're your order your money your money matters but yeah. a little bit i agree you know yeah uh and thanks for that thanks for that email listener Ugh. brendan great uh, email if, fantastic yeah. email thanks 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 for the email glad to know we finally have some fans out there um we got facebook messages from people uh from wendy last week or last time we recorded it's uh it's always good to hear from the fans you know brendan was a piece of we shit we love you all <laughs> whoa <laughs> all right guys and anything else we need no, to cover here God i already did plugs all right, we're uh, we're we're coming in hot here with a with a, a an actual on time record that's still longer than all of our other records and covers as many episodes as our last one. Uh, but you know, we we do what we can with what they give us. All right, thanks for listening, Bye-bye. everybody. For uh, for Brendan, uh, the absent Brendan. Uh, I'll see you. Bye bye. Talk to you see later. You bye. bye. Happy listening. That's what we say. Is it? This podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at BenviewNetwork.com. Hello out there in Benview podcast land. My name is Josh and this is Jesse. Hello. And we happen to do a podcast about video games called the Extra Damage Cast. Indeed we do. If you like to talk about video games or more accurately listen to other people talk about video games, you should check out our podcast. It's at ExtraDamage.com or on the Benview Network website, whatever that is.